Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Yeah, we did the Utah. We did Utah music scene. That's what we did. Okay. Yeah. So we good. Cool. All right. Part two music. Part two music starting now. So what's up? What's new? Working yourself too hard. (laughs) I decided that um, I just want to instead of putting myself in a bunch of little things that I'm going to pair all that shit out and start putting more energy into each of those things so that it's more quality right yeah 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 yeah, for sure for sure I've slacked on the quality of shit for several decades so you're going to start full assing instead of half assing yeah well three quarters assing (laughs) okay good yeah don't don't Go 75. That's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I don't want to wear 100. myself out. <laughs> well, I'm deciding to emotionally wear myself out. Oh, tell me. Uh, so I went to lunch with uh, Anthony and Zach and just had a shit ton of sake. And I was like, oh, I need to buy tires. So I called my cousin. <laughs> I, was like, I texted Anthony and I was like, how much sake did you give her? And he's like, <laughs> she ordered it herself. <laughs> You're right. No. You're right. She's a big girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it's true. But uh, I got real drunk, ordered tires because I really feel you have to be drunk. I feel that you have to be drunk to order tires because it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. <laughs> you're like, how much is this? <laughs> well, and I've been putting off going down to Penguin. I've been saying I'm going to Penguin to get tires for like a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Every time I try to make plans, you're like, no, I'm going to Penguin to get tires. I'm like, how many tires do you need? Well, everyone says that. Everyone's like, you keep going in to get tires. And I'm like, nope, just nope. put it on. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like, you know, intoxicated. And then I was like. <laughs> Well, it was my nephew's birthday, and I was like, I'm going to drive down and see him. Oh, my God. That's so so nice. Halfway down, I decided I'm going to stop and see my mother. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did it. But it was sad. I'm sad. I'm just sad, you know? So, first things first. Did okay. she greet you with a middle finger or what? What's how did how did this all? You just like I'm stopping by. <laughs> no, I didn't even tell her. I just dropped by. I oh. rang her, I rang her doorbell and sat on the porch and waited for her. Hmm. And she opened her window because that's how she answers the door. <laughs> She's like the fucking Oz gatekeeper. <laughs> what is wanted? <laughs> <laughs> and she she opens it. She goes, Oh my gosh, are you serious? And I'm like, Yeah, come on out. And um, I'm like, I'm not going to come in. I know, you, I know you don't like that. And she's like, okay. So we sat on the porch and talked for a little bit. Wow. And uh, of she, course, she was really of course, I didn't see you though. She was excited. It was a good. That's really sweet. It was a, it was a very cordial visit. Like I helped her with some stuff around the house and like I hung a light and stuff and we talked. And at one point I just started crying and she just hugged me. Oh my God. Bye. And I just like sobbed. <laughs> and uh, I just. I'm not, I'm never going to get that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, um, 
I needed it. Like, I wish I could hug my mom every day. Mm-hmm. But I can't. And it was cool of her to just let me sit there and cry. Like, I seriously just hugged her for, like, three minutes and just sobbed. Oh, God. And um, I just don't think it can ever be repaired, you know? Mm-hmm. Isn't it a shame? <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was fine. Like, it was good. And her feet are so swollen because... She's trying to get off pharmaceuticals because Donald Trump told her so. Oh, my God. And I was like, Mom, like, she's always been on water pills and high blood pressure pills my whole life. Yeah. And she's not changing her lifestyle to make it so she doesn't need these pills. Because I do believe you can get off pharmaceuticals if you change your lifestyle, you know? Sure. But her feet are so swollen. She says she doesn't have any shoes to fit. So I gave her my shoes. I was wearing my, like, tie-dye Birks, my Birkenstocks. And I just, like, loosened them to their biggest setting and gave them to her. Like, I put them on her feet. And I was just, like, it's such a complicated relationship. It's mm. so complicated. <laughs> like, I was, like, at my home. I was at my house. Mm-hmm. And everything is the same. And it was nice. Like, she wasn't crazy to that day. But she is there alone. And... I asked her, I'm like, yo, your oldest grandson's turning 14 today. Why aren't you down there? She's like, I just don't feel like leaving. And I'm like, okay, but you understand how that makes him feel, right? And don't uh, show up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I'm glad I stopped. I hope I didn't get her hopes up in any way. She kept going, are you going to mention this on the podcast? Are you going to mention this on the podcast? I'm like, I don't know. It's our life. I don't know. (laughs) Probably. Like, I, like, need to talk about it. Um. And then I showed up to my nephew's. I almost crashed and rolled my car because I wasn't paying attention. Over Pi, over Pi Reservoir. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. Again, my family makes me suicidal because mm-hmm. I correctly corrected. Like, I'm a damn good driver, even though I'm a crazy driver. So I was able to, like, not roll. <laughs> even though I was in the gravel. Like, I was on the on the side of the road. Like, I was on the soft soft shoulder. And, um, when I like got back on the road, I was mad at myself for just not letting go and just dying. (laughs) Like I was going like 75, my sunroof was open and I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. I would have died. And I beat myself up about it for about 20 minutes. (laughs) And I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And like, I don't. We talked about this before. I don't usually feel that way unless it's I'm around my family. Mm-hmm. And again, had a totally fine interaction with my mom. I even went over and saw my her neighbors, who I love, Larry and Joe. <laughs> and then actually, it was funny. I uh, got po- I got pulled over. Yeah. And he's like, "You just ran that stop sign." And I'm like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> like he pulled, like I pulled into my mom's driveway because I thought I lost my wallet, but it was just like uh, it was just like in the side door, and uh. He pulls up behind me, and I, I was already out of the car. I'm like, what? And he's like, you just ran that stop sign. I'm like, no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> and he's like, I watched you do it. And I'm like, well, you watched wrong. And I'm like, I know that I, I know that I stopped. He's like, you did not come to complete stop. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not. And he's like, you want to watch the footage? I'm like, if you want to spend your evening doing that, sure. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, you need to understand that there's other people. And, da, 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 and you didn't even care about them. And I'm like, write me a fucking ticket. Or shut up. I'm like, I don't want to hear your lecture. And he's like, whatever. And like walked out. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Because like, you couldn't like, substantiate it, I guess, huh? Yeah. I was like, 
cool. Yes. Let's all like, I'm not going to sit there and take your, you know, I'm like, look, you're a toddler with a blonde mustache. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> he probably actually realized who I was too. When he, uh, when yeah. he, you know, he's like, fuck, it's Bobby Alvey. <laughs> She's got a podcast. I'm going to hear about this later. <laughs> well, I don't know who it was, but mm-hmm. he was definitely younger than us. So he, I don't know. He probably knows who we are. Um, but, uh, and then I went down to my sister's, uh, wasn't sober when I arrived, which is, I don't even care. I mean, like I'm going through some stuff and I'm not handling it properly. Mm. (laughs) Uh, and I'm really bummed out that I'm going back to work in park city. Like I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but Draven was so excited to see me. So excited. I'm his, I'm his cool aunt, you know, I'm his auntie. Like he and I spent his first five years every single day together. Mm -hmm. And my sister has, used him him as a source of guilt when she and I don't talk <laughs> mm-hmm. and um where she's like Draven misses you he feels abandoned by you da, 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 da. he got a cell phone he so text you. oh he got a cell phone today or got, like this birthday <clears throat> yeah he got a cell phone so Ooh, he and I are sitting there like yeah we've been texting and stuff and me and Ob went for a cruise like after everyone left and yeah. um how was that well, first of all, she's like, are you and Kendra fighting? And I was like, no, why? And she's like. Because <laughs> we didn't ep- we release an episode. <laughs> no, no, no. Because she goes, uh, because you told her that she's too hard on her siblings. And I'm mm. like, well, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I felt like she definitely has a tone with when it comes to them. <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have follow up. So, yes, continue, though. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, that's great. She's like, well, you sit there and talk about shit all the time. And she just lets you do it. And I'm like, well, if she disagrees with me, I hope she speaks up because that's what this podcast is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I'm like, but I can see that your feelings are hurt up because you're the oldest. And you she's, she's constantly just talking down to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And th- I'm sure that's part of me just... <laughs> feeling a certain way and part of it's her actually talking down to me you know sure. but um the the vaccine got brought up because draven's grandparents were there my grandma was there um and then it was aubrey and garrett and they were in talking about how stupid the vaccine is and how awful it is for the government to regulate shit so i grabbed the kids and i was like you guys let's go let's go spooking like Let's yeah. go, you know, like, let's, cause there's a, there's an abandoned house just right around the corner. So I'm like, let's go, yeah. let's go run into that abandoned house. And, uh, they were like, cool. And, um, <laughs> I told Ob, I was like, yeah, I didn't want to be involved in that conversation with the adults. So I was like, let me take the children. And she's like, it isn't okay that they are back. They're mandating it, Bobby. And I'm like, okay, cool. What was your excuse the six months before they mandated it? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what is your deal? And she's like, you just think I'm a hick. And I'm like, well, I do feel like that's a very hick opinion. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's very like, get the goddamn vaccine. I'm like, she's like, Garrett got it the worst and he's fine. And I'm like, yeah, and he's a healthy, it's in your family. I'm like, there's gonna be more variants. She's like, it's just like the flu shot. We don't get the flu shot every year. You know that. Like, I don't know what your deal is. And I'm like, it isn't, but I'm not gonna argue with you about it. I was just like, it's cool. I'll, you do you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a do me. And she just like got out of my car and just like walked into her house. And I was like, okay, see ya. Um, so I left and I, uh, was staying in a motel and I just like went and she like called me and she's like, why did you leave? And I'm like, you left the car. I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I thought you were coming back in. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't. And I'm like, I, I just thought you were, I just thought you were pissed. And she's like, no, I'm not. But like, okay, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> and, um, then Draven and I were texting like all day yesterday. He's excited to mm. have my his auntie. And my sister told me she's worried about him because he doesn't really have any friends and he's a loner. And 
this and this and that. And I was like, well, good. I'm so glad that he and I can talk all the time because I yeah. will certainly make sure he gets the time of day for me every day. Yeah. Like I had a text from him this morning that said, hey, I'll be at school from eight to three. So I can't talk until then. OK. <laughs> oh, I cute. Was like, oh, my God. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my sister, like I texted her last night and I was like, because oh, Draven and I was just like showing him music and we were just talking about whatever. And uh I told like I was like telling him that I was proud of him. Like I was like amping him up because it seems like he needs that, you know? He's a 14-year-old boy. Of course he needs that. And uh I said to my sister, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Draven and I are like buddies. And I'm like, so, you know, you got extra eyes on him if if you know if anything happens or whatever. She goes, she got got mad at me. She's like, I will be monitoring the whole thing, Bobby. She's like, I don't need you, like this and that. I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not gonna do anything <laughs> to your son. I'm going to be his aunt. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, so I'm in trouble because I, I abandoned him. I'm in trouble when I fucking hit him up. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like I'm in trouble. Like, and my sister's actually edited things that I have said on this podcast. She's like, do not talk about this on the podcast. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so like lately, I just feel like all she wants to do is control what I'm doing mm. and nothing I do is correct. Mm. And that's, like, the younger sibling plight, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it's, like, she's because she was, like, am I happy that you showed up? Yes. Am I happy that you were uh, not sober? No. Am I happy that Draven's talking to you? Yes. Am I happy that you'll probably be, like, saying the F word and stuff to him? No. And I'm just, like, uh, <laughs> I'm, like, okay, let me just go ahead and contort myself the way you want me to be, you know? Uh-huh. And I don't know, it's just frustrating because I think it's a hard habit to get out of as the older sibling. And I think people, you know, I think it is, it concerns, my drinking definitely is worrisome for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she keeps telling me that too. She's like, the reason why I have stomach problems is because you drink too much. And I'm like, well, I didn't drink all through my teen years and I was didn't start heavily drinking until my late 20s. So uh, what was my stomach problem? What was the cause for it before that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Yeah, okay, definitely could stop drinking. But it, let's not blame everything in my life <laughs> on that. You know, especially because it's like, I feel like I get treated like I'm not a responsible adult. Like, I haven't held yeah. a job my whole entire life. Like, I wasn't down there to get fucking tires on my car that I paid right. for. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like she just doesn't ever give me the benefit of the doubt. And I'm definitely going to hear about this later. But, like, <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> I don't think maybe I'm just maybe she just misunderstands me because when I was telling her about Draven and me talking I was just like stoked like I felt cool like I felt like a cool aunt I wasn't being like well someone hasn't let me undermine your mom yeah Yeah, like no absolutely not I would never ever do that and like I'm not going to try to betray Draven's trust right but after what she told me where she said she she straight up told me she's worried about him that he doesn't have any friends that like he keeps to himself that he doesn't really talk and he's just talking my ass off via text yeah and so i was just like this is a good thing you know like it's a good thing and and if he tells me things that i find are concerning because guess what not the first time one of the youngsters has been up my ass maddie was like that Mm -hmm. my cousin maddie was like that when she was in high school and she told me she tried to kill herself and i called her mom yeah (laughs) like i uh, was like okay I'm here to hear you, like, da-da-da-da, and then I called her mom, like, almost immediately and said, here's what's going on, like, I will continue to always <laughs> make sure that M- Maddie's protected, 
yeah. but this is what's going on. Yeah. And like Maddie wasn't even mad at me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, there's nothing wrong with anything I was doing with Drave last night. And then my sister's like, we will be monitoring it. And, da, 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 and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> am I really this bad of a person? Like, seriously? I wonder if she's like, um, we're not going to just give our kid a phone without being responsible. Like, well, that, I agree. You know? I, wouldn't, I wasn't accusing her of not being responsible. Right. I was just saying, hey, just so you know, there's more freaking spoons in the pot yeah. watching the kid. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because he's not going to tell his mom what he tells his aunt. No. Yep. Period. Like, and you just, were you just like letting her know that like, hey, if any any red flags come up, I'll be sure. Exactly. To let you know. I was just like, yeah. I was just like, hey, Draven and I have been shooting the shit. You know, if any, you know, I'm like, he's a great kid. If anything, I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's just like being a teenager is hard. Yeah. And then she expressed to me that she's already concerned about him. And it's right. like. Well, he's got someone to talk to. If he's not talking to his friends for whatever reason or the people that he goes to school with, he can talk to his aunt when he gets home and I will be appropriate. I'm not going to be inappropriate with my fucking nephew. Like, right. what? It's just a weird. Right. I feel like it's it's suggesting things that just offend me. <laughs> like It's like sure. I'm, I'm not going to like be like, hey, Draven, here's how you do drugs. You want to know how to do intravenous heroin? <laughs> here's some videos. But this, is, this is on the tail end of you guys having kind of a tiff in your car, right? So. Well, no, but like the next day I went and told her, like, she texted me because we went and got stoned <laughs> and she got super paranoid. She gets yeah. super paranoid when she smokes. So she just needs to stop smoking. Same girl. Same. I'm always and... like, yep, CPS is on their way <laughs> right now. And she was just like, she sent me like this huge long text about, oh, she, we just barely started being cool again. And she doesn't want to like ruin that. But like. She, this and this and that and then the next morning she's like hey i was tripping balls she's like garrett had to calm me down just because i was just like yeah i guess weed makes her anxious so no more weed for you up but uh <laughs> <laughs> which is another thing we got in our huge fight she mentioned me being a stoner as the reason why i'm like a piece of shit even though i was bringing her a sack of weed every month <laughs> like i'm just like what am i am i bad or am i good like what <laughs> Like, Christ's sake. <sighs> and she even pulled me aside and she's like, um, you need to like mellow out until Dave and Lorraine leave. And I'm like, I'm not even being hyper. Yeah. I'm like eating mashed potatoes and gravy and talking to Draven. <laughs> like, seriously, that's all I was doing. Drinking milk. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, just I was, chilling, bro. I was like laughing and being my normal self. But it's like, um, I wasn't. I know I wasn't being belligerent. I know I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again. We're in my sister's house, and her in-laws are there, and so is my grandma and the, and the kids. Like, I'm not – I'm going to make a point Yeah, you know to not to be line. that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. Like, it was just like everything I did was just like – I was constantly getting, like, the forewarning of don't act like an ass. And it's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, stop it. Like, quit treating me like I'm an idiot, man. But, uh, yeah, she she, like, apologized the morning I left, and then – called me on my way home and said that she left me a message that said she had a really good time and she's glad that we're hanging out again and stuff but it's just like yeah i feel very roller coaster right here you know a little bit and it's just like i think we both have our own emotions because we both have animosity towards each other in one way or another it's just even if it's just residual well also this podcast is bringing up a lot of things and it's like it's emotionally exhausting even when you're not thinking about it because you we're going through 
hard topics. We're expressing hard things. We're clearing out cobwebs and dust and repackaging things. So it's like exhausting work, even if you're, if you think you're not working on it. So like your interaction with her right now could be a halfway reflection of like all of the stuff you're both going through. So I agree with that too. But I also think that like, I don't know. She makes me second guess myself a lot. And I guess that's my mm-hmm. problem, not hers. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's I was like, like, you're like looking at yourself. You're like, am I the problem? Or is Kendra, was I too hard on Kendra? Or, sure. you know what I but mean? But we, we all need, we all need interactions like that. Like, yeah, but I don't really feel like I was. I was just like, yo, man, I'm just letting you know your tone changes when you talk about your siblings. Like, yeah. I mean, it, if I am, if I feel like, if I'm presenting that too casually, let me know. Like, you're allowed to call me out on my shit, too. I don't care. Like, sure. I figured that's what we were doing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> also, just to address that, I think, um, I think you and I are totally different, like, approaching things. And we have a new f- friendship. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you how to live your life because I feel like you are going to come to a conclusion because you're a smart kid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like preached, preach to you and be like, this is what you should be doing. But I think there is such a power in listening to your story because this has been a few days that you've mm-hmm. been like mulling over this stuff and you're going to come to a conclusion that it's going to be the path you pick and it's going to lead. I mean, you're going to figure it out. I'm going to well, figure right, it out like, too. But my thing too, is it's like, I know that I come off as a hard ass, but I actually am a sensitive person who doesn't want to hurt my friend's feelings. Yeah. So I didn't want to, I hope Same. I didn't make you feel invalid by being like, yo, just here's some awareness. Cause that's all I was really trying to do. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, and like, I think maybe Aubrey was mirroring a little bit because she does obviously the exact fucking same thing, maybe even <laughs> worse. And it's like, okay. Like it was just funny that she picked that specific one. Sometimes I get like, like she, <laughs> she's definitely on team Kendra yeah. and not, not that there needs to be teams, sure. but I definitely think it's just because you guys are both the oldest, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I get it. She gets it. Um, I'm not going to be able to like explain the nuance of Ashley uh, on, you know, 20 minutes. And like, I, I recognize that you're not going to get the full story and that you're going to, you're going to make the judgment call based on the information I'm able to give you. Mm -hmm. But um, to address it, uh, I feel like I've always been, I've always had that older sibling tone just like kind of condescending and i i hear from you it it bugs the shit out of you yeah like you're like i'm valid and i'm like you're right i am unconsciously Mm -hmm. invalidating ashley in some respect by the tone that i use with her and i do that and it it immediately and it immediately gets us on the defensive yeah like how my sister's like kind of trying to tell me how to live my life and i'm like look bitch we're not doing we're not we're not on the same path yeah. But like if you can't accept me for me, that's fine, but like why are we why are we playing the game? Sure. <laughs> you know, like that's kinda how I feel about but it's just like it's just complicated. Siblings it is are complicated. So, so fucking complicated. It is complicated because you you feel a you uh kind of raised in a similar situation even though it's completely different. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have the same road that you're traveling on even though you're not some yeah but you as the older sibling plowed the road you know what i mean like i get i get due due diligence you know what i mean i'll give respect where respect's due but it's also like 
I'm not 11 years old anymore. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> it feels like if you have the same parents, which me and Ashley don't, if you have the same parents, you have the same house that you grew up in, you should be living the same life. But in reality, you picked up the pieces 10 years after Aubrey was there and Ashley lived a completely different life, even though we have the same like familial social circle. Right. So it's it. I have to recognize that and keep it in mind for sure. Um, no, I mean, and that's all I really was saying. I wasn't saying yeah. you're like a dick. I hope it didn't come across that well, way. Well, I am a dick, but I also think that Ashley's <laughs> a manipulative, oh, not absolutely. very kind person. Absolutely. And she twists stories to benefit her and make her look out to be the good guy when I know I know the truth about mm-hmm. the scenarios that she's spinning. Right. But at the same time, I did write her a letter. Did you send it? I sent it. Did I said, <clears throat> I don't know. Um... I just said, Ashley, we aren't seeing eye to eye right now, but that doesn't mean I don't think we can have a good relationship in the future. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we both have a little more growing up and healing to do. I hope you reach out someday, maybe when things aren't so crazy. Good. I mean, that's straight forward to the point. It seems like you guys need a break from each other. Yeah. And like, I hate that, like, I feel like I'm doing good with my sister and then we have these things and I'm just like, God, is it, is it worth it for either one of us? Sure. Like, is it worth it? Well, I wanted to convey the point that I'm like, I, I know what she's written that she's cut off her siblings. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've done that. Like, right. And, exactly. And like, I feel like what you said to me was that I do have a tone with her. I need to tone that down. And, um, that when she... I hope she heals. You know what I mean? Like, I hope she does the legwork for herself. I'm doing the legwork for myself. And I've had a mirror placed in front of me that says, you talk shitty down. You talk down to your sister. You need not do that. So I'm trying to. Well, are you happy to have that mirror? Like, sure. That's what I was thinking, thinking too. Because I was like, my, I I feel like my sister thinks that. And because she's mentioned this before. She says that I only surround myself around yes men. Um, that yeah. my, my friends never call me on my bullshit. That's totally me. And well, I'm not guy, going to. I'm not going to. <laughs> you're not going to call me on your bullshit on my bullshit. I'm not. The, well, I I will I will do so in a way that uh, makes you feel like I still love you. Because here's the here's the relationship between us. Mm-hmm. You're a bull. I'm a lion. We both got pride. We both butt heads. Mm-hmm. We're going to. We have. But I'm not going to do so in a way that draws a hard line in the sand i'm just gonna say this my perspective just like you do and that's that's the thing that frustrated me too is it's like i she's made me question my relationships with my friends and yeah i'm sorry this is hard to hear you've made me question my relationships with my friends since i was a kid yeah and i obviously you and i do have a good thing going on obviously we don't agree on everything but the fact that i sat for like the last uh the last i don't know 36 hours and i'm like shit Kendra probably I'm probably like a shitty person to Kendra it's no. like I'm real I don't think I am <laughs> like but I also know that you don't have the full story and so like when you tell me things like mm-hmm. like like last episode and like this we don't talk in between because we want to save it all up because right. <laughs> very content driven over here right but um I feel like I'm like well I know that she doesn't have the full story, but that doesn't mean that whatever she has to say doesn't have full value. Right. I, mean, I hope I, I hope you feel the same way about me because I know that I'm not getting the full story. Well, that's but. what I said. That's what I said to her because she's like, well, you know, you say what you say and Kendra doesn't ever like call you out. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. 
I, and I'm not even saying that I was calling you out. I was just being like, here's my observation, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I just feel getting... like I'm less impulsive on it. I'm not going to like jump in and say it, but I'm, I think about the things that we talk about and I, I think about it when I review it for editing and I, mm-hmm. I think about it when I listen to it day of, and I think hmm, I'm going to, you know, you know, we talk about it. It's, it's just not in the moment. Right. And I mean, I hope again, but see how I'm just like so insecure right now. Sure. But I am too. <laughs> well, I know, but it's like, I wasn't before. Cause I feel like even if it takes a couple days, if either one of us do, do something that like it, we could, the other one we feel is out of line sure. for the other one, we eventually discuss it. Yeah. And I was just like, um, <laughs> that's, that just, t- it just takes reflection and like right. time. And we know that we, we know where we are. And yeah. also like, this is how all of my relationships work. Some things happen. I take a minute, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> well, right. And like, I, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship where you, if you, I, like, I hope you don't ever feel scared or anything to say no. something to me. Yeah. No, you believe. I do. I'm like, hey, we cool? <laughs> is this podcast too much? And you're like, stop. It's fine. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm just saying like, so I, that was a source of anxiety. And I was yeah. like, I need to talk to Kendra about it on air. I'm not yeah. going to do it. I'm not going to do it off air because maybe, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think we need to retitle this uh, podcast air on air. <laughs> airing on air um, words are i'm sorry <laughs> uh yeah anyway so it was good to see my family <laughs> um i did want to go back to how um important it was that you recognized your suicide ideation after an uh interaction with your mom because it's very important that we recognize how we want that so bad. Like you, you want to be able to have that mom relationship. We, mm-hmm. I mean, I do, I do so badly. Um, mm-hmm. It's a huge, it's a huge disadvantage not to have it in your life. Yeah. And there's just so many instances where I like look at other people who get along with their mom and I'm like, Ooh, mm-hmm. what's that like? I know. And I'm, I'm recognizing that my mom is trying so I cut her off a while ago. We all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wrote her a letter and sent it at the same time. Want me to read it to you? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Mute. It says, Hi, Mom. I just wanted to be fair to you and let you know why I put in sudden no contact boundaries. I kind of felt manipulated when during our last conversation, it kept feeling like you wanted to find, quote, the answer I wanted so that we could, quote, be okay, whether or not you meant it. I want to be heard and seen when I tell you I'm upset without you making it out to be whether you are upset or not. The other and ultimate reason I needed to go no contact is because I recognized a pattern of when I interact with you. It increases my severity and frequency of suicide ideation. I'm recognizing that I shouldn't have to convince myself to stay alive just to maintain a relationship with someone. someone Fucking even hey, if dude. That's a real good line right there. Even if that someone is my mom. I yeah. want you to know that I see you trying to make changes in your behavior to build a better relationship with me and your other kids and that I believe you are trying. I really want to have a good relationship with you, but I also really want to live. 
and I feel like I have a really great, safe, loving life that I am working hard to build roots with. I need to focus my energy here and enjoy my life without the suicide ideation. I hope that you understand, Kendra. That's good. I mean, it's just honest. Of course, her feelings will get hurt, you know? Yeah. Yep. And that sucks. But I'm also That's like, the thing tired, is like I don't too. Like I feel like I walked on eggshells around my family, and I don't do yeah. that with fucking anybody. No, you don't. Be- well, I mean, seriously, because like, why? Do you want you want to be a person? The facade. Has to walk on around? The facade do you want that? is exhausting. We're not doing it anymore. Do you want to be the type of person no. that someone has to walk around on eggshells for? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. So I'm going to treat you how I want to be treated, right? Right. Which is why I decided I do need to tell her. I also want her to grow and continue to work on this. Like, I don't want her to get discouraged that this is the outcome I need for her hard work because I see it. Mm -hmm. I see her trying. But, like, I look around at my life and it's wonderful. So why the fuck do I want to kill myself all the time? I shouldn't have to wrestle with this all the time. Well, and my question to myself, too, is why do I keep putting myself back in these situations that I know <laughs> make me want to kill myself? Like, we, why? We, people need their moms. People well, have I, a motherly needing, you know? I honestly think I was saying goodbye. Like, mm. that's what that visit felt like. Uh, she asked if I want anything from the house. My mom's um, whole kitchen's decorated in carrots. And one time, Lisa counted them all when we were kids. <laughs> Cute. So I took one of those and gave it to Lisa. Oh, <laughs> um, that's nice. But I was, I feel like I was looking around my house for the last time. Mm. And I was hugging my mom goodbye. Yeah. And it's 100% necessary. But. Well, yeah, look, look at you wishing that you hadn't over corrected, wishing you haven't corrected, corrected correctly. Your, yeah, corrected correctly. Like that is such a and I heartbreaking like, sign that it's the right decision. Well, it's like, how nice would it have been to just, I love Paiu. Like, I love this road. I've yeah. done it a million times. Like, yeah. I poetic. Just, I you want, you gone. want a poetic ending. That's what you want. <laughs> You don't want to die happy alone in your bed. You want you want to go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, but um, sorry, that might be triggering. No, it's not. It's not. It's just like the fact that I like straight up beat myself up about it, and then I was like, "Well, if Draven knew I was coming, if I died on Draven's birthday on my way to his house, that would that would be sad. Him. That would be suck." And all this stuff. So I was just like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's it's okay that I didn't... That's okay. Like, I was, like, forgiving myself yeah. for not, like, just letting go. I'm like, you talk a big game, Alvy, but when it comes down to it, you're fucking out. You're an animal that has to, like, <laughs> survive. <laughs> anyway. I also went and saw my cousin because he always... He's my favorite cousin, and he... Uh, he has a tire shop and he always changes my oil and he doesn't fucking dick me down when I'm trying to get anything done with my car. Like every other mechanic on the planet. He's like, Oh, have you topped off your blinker fluid? I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. No, like seriously. Uh, uh, I struggle with that because I have been going to Jason since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. And of course he's not going to like dick me down. Like my right. grandpa's his uncle, you know, and yeah. uh, coming when you're up here and you're like, you're trying to do what now? No, I don't need a new air filter. I just changed it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? My grandpa was like, hey, I noticed that you got that spark plug changed. 
that never needs to be changed. And I was like, good to know. Yeah. Fuck. How much did I it was, cost you? Like $45? I was 17. I don't know. I was like, okay, I guess. But ever since then, I'm like, no. You know, I have to say, like, my grandpa's a mechanic. He's not. And he does the maintenance maintenance on my vehicle. I just really want you to change my oil. Thanks. Well, I go, like, I'm... If someone's dicking me around, like, hard, I'll just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I'm not really understanding this. Let me get my grandpa on the phone, and he just screams at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it would have been nice Wait. to just deal with me directly, huh? You give me your grandpa's number. <laughs> I will call him every time. <laughs> yeah, it's for real. Because he's like, look, I'm in this goddamn business, and you're just trying to fuck over my granddaughter. It ain't right. You're a crook. <laughs> All mechanics are crooks. I've heard him scream that while a, like a mechanic has the phone, like, and I was just like, I just shrug my shoulders and say, "Huh." Anyways, mm. can I get what I asked for? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Now that we've got all the emotional, do you have anything else? Um, I think we addressed it all for sure. I'm not doing much. Just being, just like I said, just trying to do more quality time. Oh, Bobby organized a whole thing. While on sake, and I cleaned my basement for it. So, this is a really nice setup I got down here now. Well, no, okay, so what happened is Cassidy actually messaged me and said, I told my kids I'd carve pumpkins tonight, and I had I had the text sent out to you, but a typed out to you, but I just hadn't hit send. Oh, I see. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was doing it all while driving. Yeah, so. no. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was good that you didn't send it. Yeah, probably. So it's like, where are you at? And you're like, getting in a fight with a severe county cop. What? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I thought you were supposed to be here. Dude, and by the way, if he would have... If it would have been lighter out or he breathalyzed, it would have been game over. But I was like, get the I know. fuck out of here! You were belligerent enough to be like, uh-uh. Nope. No, I wasn't even belligerent, but I just was like, I'm... Bobby, your natural it. state is a little bit belligerent. Okay, that's fair. But I was like, I'm going to shut this down now so he doesn't want to spend more time with me. Yeah. You're I like, just I'm going like... to be a problem child, so what's <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah, and I like, I didn't like stay next to my car. I walked to him and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm going to die today. <laughs> Anyways, if you know which cop I'm talking about, blonde guy with a blonde mustache, younger. <laughs> tell him to go fuck himself. From Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Word will get around, I'm sure. Well, I, again, like, I, it felt like he had a realization. Like, he must have recognized me from somewhere. Like, whether his older, si- has an older sibling that I was friends with or something, he was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ease okay, up. I'm a back, back, <laughs> back in my vehicle, ma'am. Have a nice day, bear. See you later. <laughs> Whatever. I don't give no fucks. I just want to do a little mini shout out that's like, hey, thanks for sharing uh, the podcast on your feeds and your stories. Oh, I saw that though. Ryan Corporate wrote. That was so yeah, nice. This is Thank so you, nice. I've been seeing a bunch of them. So thanks for all the shout outs, guys. Like, like really um, makes me want to not yell about it anymore. I appreciate yeah, I guess you. this is how we... This is how we get you to stop yelling at them every episode. It is true. You guys aren't getting lectured this episode. I hope you're happy. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing it because I was like, well, they'll get it when they get to that episode and then it'll be um, fine. No, it's uh, thank you guys for real. It's been so c- cool People having people just be like, love hearing it. 
because it is, it is hard. It's really vulnerable. And like, I just told the whole entire world that my sister annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> Uh, but where was I last week? So, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, do you have commentary as an older sister? Like, should I? Like, I, I, I understand that she could definitely be annoyed that her sister rolled in a little intoxicated to her son's birthday party. Yeah, I'd be annoyed. Um. Okay. I mean, that's valid. Sorry. You know. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I rolled. I'm, honestly, I rolled into Bunko last night a little too high. <laughs> I hope they liked it. Hope I hope you, like you guys show. like it. <laughs> well, hey, you know. Um, but, like, Draven was stoked. Cool. Um, it's important that's... that you show up. I skipped a birthday party, um, but they're young enough to, like, not really know that I'm not there. You know what I mean? Well, Jake called me last night, and because, um, like, I went right from Penguitch to Micaiah's house, and we were doing a puzzle because we're dorks. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. We're putting together a jigsaw puzzle while listening to classical music and discussing the, um, you know, intricacies of what are we what were we yelling at each other about? Oh, Dave Chappelle and his responsibility. Is oh comic. yeah, I did not watch. <laughs> I want to support my black my black friends, so I did not watch. Well, we ultimately the conclusion I came to was uh, Chappelle is one of the best comics that has ever lived, but perhaps his time is up. Yeah. Like. Uh, except I've, except the uh, retirement. Well, and I didn't even turn it off because I was annoyed. I turned it off because I wasn't entertained. So I was just like, all right, mm. I'm done. And it's also like, coming from a Utah standpoint, please please leave transgender people alone. Just leave them alone. Let them live. Yeah. Yes. You know. Let them let them live. Because if well, you don't leave them alone, they're not going to live. Well, Makai was like, you need to finish the because I guess eventually he comes around to. I can't speak for them. I'm in my own minority group as a black man. So I kind of, I understand that there is a struggle there, but I, why are you coming to me for answers? Um, which I get, it's totally fine and valid, but it's also like, okay, but that's not the headline you're getting. Right. The headline right, you're getting is right. Dave Chappelle hates trans people. Dave yep. Chappelle thinks it's okay to, to constantly make fun of trans people, like all this shit. And I'm like, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but there's a people out there who think, Everything Dave Chappelle says is gold. Everything Joe Rogan says is gold. Mm-hmm. And they're not critical thinking. No. Nope. Because Dave Chappelle is a critical thinking uh, comic. You have he's... to. You have to be so on top of your brain to be mm-hmm. a comic. Well. Well, no. I'm not not, necess- <laughs> not necessarily. But I think. Uh, the, okay. So, I mean... Sorry, Baltimore Comics. That was another <laughs> stick to you. <laughs> Some people make dick jokes. Some people think about their jokes. <laughs> Um shit. Uh, no, but uh, I guess ultimately, like, I'm like, I get it. I'm like, I'm like, I even with my small uh, listenership, I'm like, I already understand that I have a responsibility. Yeah. Like, we even do. if it, even if it's the next it's, week where we're like, hey, let's talk about this a little bit more. You know, what it's I mean? 25 people, and it's a great responsibility. <laughs> it's a, we well, know it is right. It is like it. it if you're going to be influential, unfortunately, you do have a responsibility. And Micaiah was like, you are in this weird position where you're a liberal that lives in the city, but you, your whole entire family and loved ones are rural kind of Republicans, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, if I have to hear another person I went to high school with cite Joe Rogan when they're discussing the vaccine, I will kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just like, uh-uh. uh-uh. I know I know a comic that does really good trans jokes. I'm I'm going to ask you to trust me on this one. Okay. His name's Drew Lynch. 
He's uh-huh. the stuttering comic. Uh-huh. I won't give you the punchlines, but um, time and time again, when he brings up trans um, topics, mm-hmm. it always ends on a good note. And it's, well, you, th- I, you don't even think, you're like, I don't know, should you be talking about this? But it, like two minutes later, you're like, that was good. Thank you. Well, I'm a huge Thank proponent. you for not like cutting trans people off at the knees to build yourself up. He's always building them up in their jokes. So, But again, I don't think Chappelle did that. No. The point is, is he did yeah. not give yeah. me anything that I wanted. So I turned it off. I don't know what the punchline is because I didn't finish it. But I do know that I was like, ah. Like, because one, one of my buddies is like, have you watched Chappelle's new special? And let me tell you, ever since the like the 2000s, like, I've been like, Chappelle, mm-hmm. like, I, even probably like in the 90s, I have always loved him. He's always been such a great comic. He's very like eloquent, smart and stuff. I do feel like he's getting a little too preachy, not into it. <laughs> and um, I think if it wasn't for the fact that he was a millionaire mm-hmm. or whatever, maybe he's a billionaire, his life being a black man married to an Asian in Ohio, rural Ohio would be a fuck ton different. Mm-hmm. Like he even talks about how he gets pulled over and they're like, Oh, it's Chappelle. All right. Have a good one, man. But it's like, mm. why are you pulling over this guy? What did he do? Mm-hmm. He was, he, he was uh, driving a nice car while black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And I think Chappelle and I think Rogan too, just think like, Oh, all these people love me. Like, it's easy to get caught up in people loving you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, of course I want to feel that instead of being like, why the fuck did the guy, this guy just pull me the fuck over? Yeah. Who gives a shit if I am Dave Chappelle? <laughs> you know? So I'm just saying, like, I need to finish it. I definitely need to, before I get, like, laying down too many opinions. Sure. I think trans people should be able to be talked about. But I'm also like, maybe we leave them alone for a little bit. Maybe we just yeah, leave, we them leave them alone. Yeah. Like, it's hard enough. <laughs> And as a minority, he should know that. Yeah. So. I want to swing back around to that birthday comment because my, um, because you asked like showing up for your nieces and nephews and due to my relationship with most of my family who are anti-vax, plandemic people, and I'm saying that with the air quotes, um, Uh I have chosen to bow out of many social events um, that are important because my niece and my nephew they are important people to me and I never want to be the kind of aunt that just like doesn't show up to their birthday party and like has no excuse because you know? of the adults yeah exactly because of the adults yeah but the the adults in the scenario are so it's there's still a lot of hurt feelings I'm still very hurt about how things went down with my aunt and my cousin which I don't talk about and I'm still processing. Um, and that's caused me to uh, miss out on my very favorite uncle's funeral, still processing mm-hmm. that grief and several birthday parties. And I do miss my cousin's children, even though I can't be in their life. It's a very, it's hurtful. So um, you showing up for your nephew's birthday party is important. And I, a- um, told my sister-in-law I just said I just want to make sure that I and my my husband because he's like who's going to be there 
no shutting that down because Spence has to pick up the pieces for two weeks Absolutely. while I process all this Absolutely. shit. So his he's family, like, and his family's semi-functional, so he's like, I yeah. don't get this. Yes, no, <laughs> and his family actually argues a lot, but they they do it in a way that isn't so fucking toxic, and so yeah, well, you can definitely have opinions, well, ops, opposing well. opi- opinions, and like have a nice conversation like and not sure. be like total dickheads about it yeah um but um so we've just decided to bow out of social events that contain those people and i've told spence maybe maybe it's our we just have to make sure that we're showing up still so i think in the future i'm just gonna have to take each of my nieces and nephews out individually for ice cream at the dairy or show up to like a family dinner right before Thanksgiving to make sure that my grandparents aren't left alone for the holidays, but bow out of the big family event. And those are things that I guess I'm a, it sucks because I want to have the convenience of just attending all of these planned things, but I will step out of my way to make sure that the people I do love still know that I love them. So I you feel know what's like... interesting though? It's really interesting because we're in this t- small town. Like, you should see me in Panguitch. I can't walk one step without seeing someone I know. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I'm in my cousin's shop, which is like the hub. Everyone goes down there. Everyone's down there. <laughs> is there free and... popcorn there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to tell him to get that. But uh, <laughs> he usually when I change my oil, he's like, "Tell me, so tell me all the wild shit you're up to." And I'm like, "Okay," because he's uh, he's like almost fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he already is, but anyways, he's older than me, and but he's always been like my favorite cousin, and um, mm-hmm. so I usually always just feel, tell him all the scandalous shit I've been up to. <laughs> this time, because he's going through like a messy divorce, yeah, he talked to me hard for like an hour. Wow, I didn't tell him a single story. Like he was telling me all the things that he was going through, um. He was telling me how stressed out he was. Like, he's like, it's all this stuff. Then it's heavy shit. Mm-hmm. He hugged me twice before I left. Wow. Which, you know, doesn't really, like, we'll, we'll do like a side hug, but we did like two full, or I hugged him when I walked in and then I hugged him twice before I left. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Bobby, give me a hug because I was walking out of his office. And yeah. I was like, okay. But I was thinking about the sadness of that. He's surrounded by people who just, love him love to have Mm -hmm. fun with him but he has to wait for his crazy cousin to come into the shop to tell about what's going on with his life the sorrows yeah yeah the deeper stuff and like i ran into my cousin cam and my sister and i was like holy shit have you heard about what's going on with jason and they didn't know Mm. and i'm just like uh i think cam knows a little bit that they're like across the street neighbors but it's just like to be surrounded by people that you know you've known your whole life but to feel like you have no one to talk to yeah that bums me the hell out yeah so there was that oh you want to hear a funny little side story uh yeah right right before we get into (laughs) the meat of the episode uh yeah i was uh in my i was at a shop because everyone just comes in seriously everyone just comes in Mm -hmm. and uh the mom of the sexual predator story no walked. way! She walked in. Oh, and did she see you and walk out? No, she said, she's like, hi, how are you? It's been so long. And I'm like, oh, thank you. How are you? Because I used to wait on her and her <laughs> husband when I was in high school. Like, I actually really love his parents. But um, I was stressed the whole entire time. <laughs> I 
for real. You... Okay, so let's get into this goddamn music episode. Let's get into this goddamn music episode. I'm so excited, though. I'm excited, too. I don't know if you guys see this, but I'm into music. <laughs> we don't know if you could tell. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of which, like, the majority of my closet is just black shirts. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Because it's like, you know, you got to buy merch when you go to shows. And uh, also, I'm a server, so black is part of it. But I was looking for my shirt. Mm-hmm. And I shit you not, I almost started to cry. Because I had to keep going through it. I'm like, I can't find the shirt! Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I finally did. But I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's hard having an all-black closet. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. challenge. (laughs) So we're going to do, I just made a list of top 15 bands. Some of them are just bands that I've always loved. Some are my current favorites. Um, I don't know what you did, Ken. I did um, bands that I would purchase tickets to see in concert. Oh, that's a good one. Because I don't do concerts, but I would if the opportunity came up and they were cheap enough or if Spencer was feeling fancy enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so fancy i hate spending a lot of money on tickets i won't lie i won't yeah, lie yeah uh i'm sure i bitched about the, about the perfect circle show before but it's like i don't want to go sit in an arena first of all you're gonna be in an arena yep and spend like over a hundred dollars to like all like a thousand dollars like are yeah. you shitting me like yeah. floor seats are so expensive yes and it's just like uh no <laughs> like if i'm going to a show i want to have the opportunity to be able to touch your shoes and get your your sweat on me yeah, I want I want a chance of COVID from I you. I want to get COVID. <laughs> Please give it to me now. I will say that for my 30th birthday, those Vegas Backstreet Boys tickets, we were like on the third row of the, just above the VIPs where it costs thousands of dollars yeah, to yeah. attend. And above the floor, because I don't like standing because I'm a fucking old person. But <laughs> we were right, right behind you know we could see no, details of their face so it was worth it it was well it i mean was for your 30th it. birthday yeah for sure yeah, i'm for gonna sure. go to backstreet boys for sure yeah so. oh wait i actually do gotta clarify something too uh, my sister got mad at me because i told my dad that i would drive him to the ocean so he could die yeah um my dad asked me if i would kill him when i was about 25 so he there said, it is <laughs> well he said that he thinks it would be quote-unquote therapeutic which is just an awful thing to tell your child mm-hmm. uh and so he said more fucked up things to you than you have on well right on and the you know it just really does irritate me too that i am held at such a high standard and no one else is yeah that's what I'm. yeah really what about, about that that is what i'm irritated about that there it is that's what it is <laughs> Like I've seen every adult that was at my bro- my nephew's birthday drunk before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how come I'm not allowed? I, Listen, I'm know, not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Jesus. And if I if I was, guess what? We'd all be drinking wine out of the yeah. water pitcher. Uh, and I've been making it real good. <laughs> but I just wanted to address that. Like I understand that that was a brutal thing to say, but I do think it's really fucking stupid. And I'm tired of my family act my adult in my life. I feel like I'm gonna lose. My parents and my grandparents the next year. I feel like I'm going to lose yeah. them all. Yep. Yep. I'm tired. I've just planned out my tattoos for all of them, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired as fuck of having to per- parent my fucking parents. Yep. Like, get tell the nurse you need help, Dad. Don't sit there till you get ass sores they have to take you to the ICU for. Is he Especially listening? Especially if you're in a living, a living care, a care facility. Take your fucking water pills, Mom. 
And my grandparents, that's a whole other thing I told my sister I want to talk about. But, like, get your affairs in order, folks. I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> Everyone over 33 needs to finally buck up and be an adult now. <laughs> right. And then my... What was I? What was I talking about? The Why other are we day? yelling? Because <laughs> I'm not mad. over. We're still. We're not over it. We're not over. But it. um, my sister said something because uh, what we were talking about my cousin's divorce and his adult child, uh, got some information that she Aubrey didn't agree with, and I was like, well, whatever. He's an adult. She's like, but he's still the kid in the scenario, Ab. I'm like, you're right. Mm-mm. Just like how, just like the dad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Let's make sure Jan- Jansen feels okay. But fuck me. I think um I think my rat's over. <laughs> I just think as soon as Halo Halo turns 18 and like leaves, I hope to be a support in her life and somebody that she can come to. I don't know if I'll be strong enough to like not parent her and not care about the things that she does because she's my my blood, you know, and like I love her so much, but I hope to treat her like she's a responsible and she's an adult. She's an adult now, you know. But I don't think anybody gave our our parents that. <laughs> well, I don't. That's called like... in the boundaries episode, right? But I infantilization. I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, sure. I would not have wanted to hear that either. What he heard. Yep. Yep. But it's also like it's not like he's seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's twenty four. He's fine. Um, but anyways top 15 bands. bands do you want to go first or shall i number one okay so are we doing this as like number one i would love this is the best or are we saving number ones for the last because i like to keep my number ones for the last oh I like do I, a countdown my list is completely random, random because i'm still saving best for last okay it, yeah, yeah yeah it really just depends on my mood and how much and how in love with i am with a band it, that's all it really like sure my my favorite this was a hard this was actually one of my hardest episodes <laughs> because a i'm gonna hate it as you all know i'm never yes. satisfied with our music episode. it's never gonna be in good enough yeah uh and then i was like thinking about putting them in a specific order when i'm like it's impossible it's because like yeah my it's a lot be of pressure when we do it's my mood's gonna be different when we do this fucking episode so it's a lot of pressure and here's a just disclaimer right now mm-hmm. bobby's entire music taste is not 15 bands she just wants to get some in here right now well and this is kind of this was kind of the stipulation for mine i love bands that are just like you know they only have a few good songs Mm-hmm. To me, a really good band is a band that you can put their album on and you can walk away. Yeah, and so, like have it play all day. There are some so- there are some bands that didn't make the list simply because, like, Typo Negative is an honorable mention. I fucking love Typo Negative. They're such a cool Halloween time band. Yeah, but you can't just put them on shuffle because I would say. <laughs> They have like five albums, and I'd say they have one complete album that would have like fourteen I see, songs. You know I what see. I mean? Yeah. Because like we were cleaning uh, Caitlin's house one day, and I showed her Typo, and my sister—that's like my sister's favorite band. She showed me Typo. Her and Garrett make out to it. <laughs> so thanks up, but um, she just put like she pulled them up on Spotify and put them on shuffle, and we were all just like, "Oh, this is awful!" And I'm like, "You can't, you can't do that with Typo." Sorry, guys. Cool. So. That cool. They're not on the list. I love them dearly, but the reason why they're not on the list is because I don't feel like they have cohesive albums. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about, right? I'm going to do <laughs> one then. Okay, go. First one, I would love to see Iron and Wine. It's a folk 
band and I think I would enjoy their concert. I love a lot of their music on all of their albums that range from way old to way new. So I like them. The end. I buy a ticket. This is gonna be the world's the shortest. T- this is gonna be the world's shortest. Uh... No, it's not. Um, no, but like I think that's actually fun. I, <coughs> I never, um, I never caught on to the iron and wine thing, but it they became. I feel like to us when we were in high school, something new that we hadn't heard before, and they were kind of our band. That like we were like, okay, this has this is like emotional. It's a different kind of sound. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. So like I remember. Um, while I don't own any of their albums, I remember always being cool with Iron and Wine because it was something important for us. Yeah. Uh, our generation, for sure. I uh, heard them, so I was introduced to them by my friend, uh, Shantae. Garden, State. Garden State's where I heard him. <laughs> Shantae. <laughs> um, but the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really <laughs> roast her right now uh-huh. because she, she was my first companion on my mission. I don't know if you knew that oh, I yeah, went to Chicago. Oh, yeah. You- <laughs> And, and, um, so she had the the same personality I did at that age where she's like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, she was like, um, all the bands that I love are sacred to me. And so I'm not going to really share them. I'm like, just fucking spill the beans, girl. I'm poor. I listen to top 40. I know black eyed peas is really cool right now. Like tell me who this is or just fuck off. Like, don't be pretentious around me. Anyway, I found out. I realized several years later, like recently, I'm like, oh, all her favorite bands came from the Twilight soundtrack. (gasps) (laughs) That's a burn. (laughs) I was like, I see what you did here. I see what you did. So anyway, Iron and Wine. Really cool soundtrack. Great. (laughs) Flightless Bird, American Mouth is on the Twilight soundtrack, but lots of great stuff across the board so if you like the twilight soundtrack or flightless bird american mouth take a listen to other songs like they're pretty good listen yeah i'm gonna straight up tell you (laughs) the twilight soundtracks aren't bad no they're not they're great i pulled through and like uh she listened to mute math when she was writing uh the books and i went through a very a pretty serious mute math phase i actually have to give my friend emily um from (laughs) from arizona a shout out because i wanted to just learn new music and stuff and Mm -hmm. she burned me a pile of like what is it what is this called what is shit called like indie or whatever yeah indie Indie shit i'd never heard like shit that i wasn't supposed to like it just wasn't in our wheelhouse as yeah yeah so she showed me mute math yeah yeah yes uh pete yorn like all this shit, like so, yeah. I, I gotta credit her a lot. But by the way, I didn't put yeah yeah yeahs on my list, but I fucking wish I would have because they're great. <laughs> How about you? See, you? I'm struggling. Are you still already drowning? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. drowning. Yeah. You're like, no, no, I have so many bands. Okay, who's your first pick? First official pick. I figured I'm gonna have to do them their due diligence because I never mentioned them. Um, I mentioned them in the movie episode, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna give them full okay. the kinks. It's the kinks. Ah um, yeah. Uh Lola Lola Stein is my writing name. If I ever become a writer, my name will be Lola Stein. So Lola is their hit from the sixties. Uh I remember my dad came home once and he showed us this song called The Road, which is about them being on tour. But he was like, This feels like me being on the road. Hmm. Um, because it's like uh 
the opening line is like a gypsy owl was born to roam. <laughs> and I remember my dad sitting us down showing that and about being like, next stop, next stop, next stop. And um, they just straight up change. Like they reinvent themselves every decade, which is so fucking cool mm-hmm. for a band to be able to do that successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh it's it like Wes Anderson uses them all the time. They're great for soundtracks. Uh, like Killing Time is on um, Rushmore, <laughs> and it's mm. used it's used so correctly. Uh, and then there is that episode of The Sopranos, which is one of the best, arguably the best episode of The Sopranos, and that's saying some. <laughs> and uh, the 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 episode opens with um at the strip club and this girl's stripping to living on a thin line which is a great fucking song and throughout the whole this whole episode's about her it's a parallel between her um who's 19 and tony soprano's daughter who's also 19 but she doesn't have to work she's going to she's going to columbia mm-hmm. but like her life is so much more dramatic and then the stripper girl is just trying to make the best of it yeah and she starts dating ralphie who's a psycho and he ends up killing her because she I'm so say- glad I'm so glad you're telling me this like base uh, plot because I couldn't get back I couldn't get past the 90s boobs and the strip scene and I'm like I'm gonna hate this show. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, there that there is a lot of that. That yeah, there is a lot of that. Like, <laughs> like these they, bodies are too 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but like um the he ends up killing her because she didn't say hi to her. She tells him to fuck off because he called her a horror when and she, like he treats her like shit and mm-hmm. he follows her out and beats the, beats her to death <laughs> and um tony loses it because he's like what the fuck and i think he can see like the parallel between his daughter and her and all this shit mm-hmm. and then the way they, it ends with living on a thin line and i just feel like that episode would have been great no matter what but that definitely 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 enhanced it so yeah so the kinks the kinks are <laughs> My first bands. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. My next one that I would really love to see, and I don't think I will, is Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> They're on my list, too. Let's hear about it. Okay. Let's do it together. Okay. Um, I Today, Halo was like, Mom Elsa songs. Mom Elsa songs. And I'm like, no. Oh we're listening to Halloween songs. We're just listening to Fleetwood Mac, but you know, she's a witch. So I'm going to, she's going to do witch, it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, nope, we're just listening to this. There is like something incredibly timeless about the mood that it puts you in. Yeah. Like yeah. moving, moving your arms, swaying. It's just oh. like, oh, this is so soul soothing. Like, here we are. Here we are. We're just living life. And these are songs about life. So I would love to see her in person, even if it's not singing, but it would be incredible to see her sing. I would love if there was like a time machine situation where you could like buy tickets in a time machine. Like I would love to see the Fleetwood Mac in the seventies. Yes, 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 yes. That was part of the stipulation is that I want to be rich enough to afford these tickets and invent the time machine to go see them when they're like prime shit. Yeah. Well, you know, Trish, my hairdresser, Trish Kiesel, my hairdresser slash one of my best friends. She's like in her 50s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she hung out with them when she was in high school. No fucking way. Swear to God. No. She, told me that the other, she told me that the other day. And I'm like, Trish, how are we just, I'm like, you've known me since I was 
alive. Like how, what, how are you just now telling me that she's like, yeah, we were up for it. Uh, future leaders of America or FBLA or whatever future business <laughs> leaders of America. And, um, she's 4-H. Like, <laughs> FBLA. Uh, she was, uh, in the lobby of her hotel and there was Fleetwood Mac and she goes, hi. And they're like, hi. And she's like, and she just shot the, shot the shit with them. That's Trish. She can talk to anyone. Yeah. And, um, they said, you know, come to our show t- tomorrow. We got, we'll give you tickets. You guys are great. Like come hang out with us. And her teacher was like, no, <gasps> I know. I'm like the hell. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. She's like, it was one of my, she's like, it was one of my biggest regrets of my life i hope that that i hope that that teacher is in hell and that they relive that situation (laughs) over and over again until they make the right choice and they still pay for it right and like i loved fleetwood mac before the dreams trend happened last year sure yes i was actually genuinely genuinely surprised that people were hearing about them for the first time i was like yeah people were like hey have you heard of stevie nicks and you're like uh you haven't I'm like, yeah, the White Witch. I said that I, I called her the White Witch, and someone was like, "Who are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh my God, Stevie Nicks." <laughs> Hello. Um, but uh, I was I was seriously like, "What band did your parents both agree on when you were growing up?" Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, what were you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> my mom but, was not listening to Fleetwood Mac, but I did get introduced to them during "Don't Laugh," mm-hmm. that Jack Frost scene. That's a, when he's when he's uh building the snowman and crying. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, so good, so good, so good. Who's the actor? Michael Keaton. Um, when Michael Keaton dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. It is. I should watch it's it. It's a really good movie. Who's and the son is uh, who was he? He's really famous still now. He was like a baby in it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Jack Frost, watch it. But only after Halloween. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it'll be after Halloween when this airs, so you can watch Jack Frost now if you'd like. Joseph Cross is his name. But what's he in? He's in a bunch he's of shit. In... Oh, he's a. Oh, he did a really good guest star on uh, Mind Hunter. So, I they, see. I see what you're saying. They used Fleetwood Mac in that show too. Jack uh, Frost I, got a 4.2 rating. How the fuck it's like funny and like really sad millennials are not rating this movie they've forgotten about it everybody go on imdb <laughs> and state Let your, your feelings be heard. <laughs> but anyways i uh i their tunes like they're, they're, they're just fantastic full of filling no yeah. matter how nuts the beside behind the scenes stories are which they are crazy yep like they were all hopped up on cocaine they were all sleeping with each <laughs> other like everybody fucking hated each other and I uh, and all their solo careers are great too, like Lindsey Buckingham yeah. and you know obviously Stevie. But uh, I resisted loving Stevie forever because my dad had a huge crush on her and it pissed my mom the fuck off. <laughs> so I was always pro Christine, but I do love Christine. Like and when the loving starts and the lights go down, she's so good. I love her. Say that you love me and like her. I love her voice and her sad songs are really really sad love me a sad song moment for sure stevie's sad songs are great too like uh what is the song called now i'm blanking and i feel like a jackass but anyways uh yeah i just go through different phases about fleetwood mac <laughs> where everything that they're singing about in these collections of songs i'm like yep and then it has nothing to do with don't stop believing or whatever the hell mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. don't stop thinking about tomorrow yeah and all that shit like it's just like they're just so 
you could probably put them on any playlist. <laughs> you could put one yep. of their songs on any playlist. Something so. they could pop up. I was thinking about it today. I was like, you know what's magic? No, yesterday. Uh, you know what's magical about the seventies is that people were still writing their own music and having mm-hmm. their original sounds and. Uh, people should just dig into the 70s a little bit more often. I love 70s music so mm-hmm. much. There's, mm-hmm. And there's, there's and so 80s. much to choose from. Yeah, on, 80s. 90s. Oh, fuck oh yeah. And yeah. 90s and 60s yeah. and 50s. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just like, ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so. Am I doing my next one? Yeah, because, I mean, I kind of stole your, I think I stole the flame a little bit. Oh, it's fine. I mean, oh, God. God, for, you know, we're going to have a top 15 bands <laughs> list. But, yeah, only I'm allowed to put Fleetwood goddamn <laughs> so this one is gonna be a shock to everyone i think okay i'm excited david bowie (laughs) (laughs) i thought i was gonna be shocked um i'm pretty sure everyone knows of my love for david bowie and i'm pretty sure everyone has a place in their heart for the man whether it's the goblin king or ziggy i mean Mm -hmm. i imagine more of you than not have been touched by him hopefully not and not like in a physical in your way. heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd let him touch me physically. Yeah. But... Um, I haven't listened to all of his music yet. Like, I know that there's going to be times when I need new Bowie. So there's just some albums I just haven't heard yet. Like, I refuse to listen to him. Yeah. Um, because I think he's that fucking important. And you can't, like, um, kill yourself without listening to it. So <laughs> right you're going to stay around until then, for sure. But, like, innovation is the only way to describe this man. Like, he didn't... First of all, he made gender fluidity more on okay. the map. Yeah. Um, oh, I know who my next one is going to be. <laughs> and he did, he did like, Iggy Pop is also great for that. Like, Iggy Pop's been talking about how he likes trans women his whole career. He loves, like, like he loves beautiful bodies with penises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was a, there was a, um, there was a whole thing about, Bowie and Iggy Pop being together, which I think honestly, it's great because everyone loves Bowie and Iggy Pop. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, cool, yeah, they can do it. Um totally innovative, totally reinventing himself. Like every every new era was just so fucking cool. I even like that he got like older and he grew up. Like he was like, Hey, I when I was young and outrageous, I was doing all this shit, but now I'm just gonna get up and sing and have a good time. Yeah. But um he made th- the theater of it and he amazing concept he's just so good at concept albums um the rise and fall of ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars might be one of the best conceptual albums out there um i cried the first time i listened to it from start to finish it's about uh how we don't care about the the planet and the earth was actually the earth is actually dying is one of the one of the the lyrics Mm. um it's called five years and it talks about how once we finally realize that we have no time left which we're currently kind of in Mm -hmm. uh we start to appreciate everyone and everything and he he like lists all these people and he's like i never thought like i cared about so many people um but that album's great (laughs) uh all this shit's good. I'm pretty sure I was introduced to him. Of course, Labyrinth, but uh, musically, The Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer gave me a lot. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> China Girl. Yep. And then it's just like, he's just really one of those people that the more you uncover, the more you're just like, holy shit. 
And then, you know, again, he, he released, he knew he was dying. He didn't tell anyone. He just released an album. The album is uh, inspired by Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, which mm. is just makes mm. like, when I listen to that album, which is also a great conceptual album, but it's not on the list. Um, Kendrick Lamar's a great artist, but I think about this old ass David Bowie knowing that he's dying, but still like the sound engineer put it on and he just was stoked. And he yeah. was just like, yeah, and still yeah. inspired, still, still, um, yeah, stoking the flames <laughs> in his life. Yeah. Even though he's fucking Ziggy Stardust, he's still like, fuck yeah, this is a cool album. Look yeah. at what this kid's doing. And I just love that spirit. So Bowie for life. He's still, music's still getting released. I'm not really sure if it's, just like deep cuts getting re-released or a new album. I can't tell because I, I haven't listened to all this stuff, but every once in a while I get a notification that Bowie just released a new single from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> I wanted to kind of go off of that too, because um, I'm a little bit embarrassed to have this on my list, but I really do want to see him in concert okay? okay i i would pay money to see this person in concert harry styles <laughs> my face is just like oh please don't judge me <laughs> no i think uh he's doing his own thing that's all, so, I, that's, all I, that's all you can really care about with music right like i'm not gonna sit here and judge you if you're doing your own thing unless you know you're doing it with arms wide open and then you can go fuck yourself well i'm wide open stop <laughs> scott stapp um i don't know his last name actually okay that is, no, um, you're right you, we all know what it is because we were all it got shoved down our throats that because i wanted to like, make the joke like saying stop but... stop scott stapp <laughs> anyway this is why i would completely do a harry styles concert mm-hmm. all of his fans are just fucking in love with him and so i think i want to know the hype um, I looked you up feel the energy. Yeah, and I looked up some some reasons why people are still in love with him, and it's because he like appreciates his One Direction beginnings, which I missed that whole train. I did not. I didn't care know he about... was in One Direction. Honestly. No, yeah, he was in One Direction, and people were fans, but I was still just like, I don't know, Backstreet Boys are still cool. So I think that you he. Want to hear a good band people? <laughs> Something just fell, and I, I had no idea it was. Oh my god, I just got so scared. <laughs> Sorry, it's Bowie visiting. He's like, Bowie! Hey, <laughs> no, I'm making Tommy some Basel a blanket for when he gets here. Oh, rad, cool. Um, so he's proud of his One Direction roots, but he evolves, he's changing, he's growing. I think he loves his fans. Um, I think, I think he loves what he's doing too. Yeah, I think he just really does have a passion. But one of the biggest things that I'm really fucking impressed by is that he's... Um, wearing dresses, for God's sake. Yes, he's breaking that gender stereotype. And he's killing it. And I think I want to support this pathway for humanity. So I think I think he'd be worth being obsessed over. I just haven't caught that like bug yet well i mean i follow a lot of fashion um and he's uh, he's he's great and this is actually maybe the beef i have with Chappelle is that like henry harry's henry harry styles is <laughs> he's not saying it, it, there's nothing about sexuality with his 
choice to wear a dress and stuff. But right. he's just like, guess what? I'm Harry Styles. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with it. There's like, footage of ha- him wa- <laughs> like waving a pride flag, an inclusive mm-hmm. pride flag. Like, I think that's really cool. He's just being a human. Like, humane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not very human of him, but humane. Yeah, no. I actually like that choice. Like, because uh, I, I don't, I've never heard his music. I've never even heard One Direction, but um, I know who he is and I do appreciate that aspect of it. And it's, it's very, it's very Bowie energy for sure. Yeah. And he said, like, he doesn't want to have a label for who he is. And I feel that that's very, I feel like that's something that we should, all give people like we shouldn't just ask them so much about who they are like they should have some like personal life left to them and I think that's kind of cool that he's just like no thanks no comment and it's not important like I just think it's cool yeah you've seen that (laughs) you've seen that Lady Gaga interview right where he's like some it's like one of her first it's one of her early interviews he's like yeah some people are saying that you have a penis and she goes okay and he's like well why won't you address it she goes Cause who cares? Yeah. She's like, I don't give. She's like, I certainly don't care. My fans don't care. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna address it. Like, yep. cool. Yep. Maybe I do. Yeah. What? She's like, would it be so terrible if I did? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, so can I do two in one then? Because Lady Gaga is also on my list. Let's talk about that bitch. Because I really Lady love her. Gaga is fucking incredible and i think it's going to be our next concert because spencer wanted to take me before pandemic hit uh-huh. and he was like talking about it he's like i really think we should invest in some <laughs> lady, <laughs> lady gaga, gaga tickets. tickets and i'm like i full-on agree she's fucking incredible we went to a um a super bowl party with some people and that was the one where she was she like flew in <laughs> she she flew in from the sky. She's she incredible. Jumped out, like she jumped off the side of the stadium. And yeah, and she just like is, I don't know. She was fucking incredible. And everybody was just like not appreciating the moment we were all experienced together. And I was like, none of y'all are fucking flying into the Super Bowl arena. Like, do you remember? how could you not on- be so like amazed? Do you remember her first appearance on MTV when she was on the Hills? No. Do you remember that episode? I didn't watch the Hills or the OC. Well, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. I just <laughs> no. didn't. My sister and I, we were obsessed with it. That and Jersey Shore, whatever. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're uh, Lauren's putting together like a fashion show and Gaga was performing. It was like a small one. And it was uh-huh. like the first time. I remember it was the first time I saw her and I was like, all right, let's yeah. see what this girl, let's see what she fucking does with herself. Yeah. Because it was like, she was obviously nervous, but there was like, okay, I'm just going to go out and fucking do what I do. And she was dressed yeah. all weird and stuff. Yep. And I just like that she just has fun with everything she does. She's She doesn't exclude anyone. Yes. She's so good to her fan base. She sits and writes responses to so many personal responses to fan mail. Mm-hmm. She is an incredibly talented, well-rounded human who just like, she's a songwriter. She still writes her songs. There's an album that came out. A couple of years Bennett. ago. No, her and Tony Bennett are BFFs. I love yeah. That. No, but there was an album that came out a couple of years ago that was just a soulful, folky mm-hmm. album. Um, she wrote a song for um, one of her family members who passed before. I think she even met her, but she played the song for... It was just a very emotional experience. She's like, she's just an admirable, admirable human. 
And she's not just a pop star. Yes. She's She's so many things. Her, I love her. I love her pop stuff. I love her Mm -hmm. classical stuff. She killed it singing. um, She sang, she she sang uh, at the, some Grammy for the 50th anniversary of Sound of Music. And she sang a Sound of Music song and killed it. She killed it. I don't think there's a time where she couldn't, sing a song and kill it and also right right a, a star is born has been remade four times i've been watching that movie since i was a kid because my mom loves barbara barbara streisand and chris christopherson that's the best one to me uh-huh. but i was like ex- i kind of think i was excited to go to this one because i'm like they're either gonna fucking kill it or yeah gonna be, i'm gonna shit all over it and yeah. they, they did great she did yeah great. she deserved the no, oscar i was really surprised when you had uh maybe it's time come on on the um campfire we went to the campfire and that that came oh, on your right. playlist uh-huh. and i was like i love this song this is one of like my very favorite songs that i listen to that just to relax because it's such a good one but it's not lady gaga it's bradley cooper but anyway yeah but i also like that well and like um watch closely now is chris christopherson's song off that movie off the star is born from the 70s oh really fucking love it i have it on it yeah <laughs> so i mean chris christopherson was an actual musician but um yeah, no, I think it's just a great, yeah, great story. They did a good job. They mm. made it their own. I was proud of it. Big fan, Lady Gaga. Yeah, me too. She's not on my list, but I am very, I'm cool. A big fan. I'm, I'm appreciate your support. Okay, you do too. <laughs> okay, so I'm actually glad we're doing these two together because they're kind of in the same vein. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do actors first. Okay. Um, Synthwave, man, I can't say enough about it. <laughs> like. I love this new wave of like eight, super 80s inspired with an mm. industrial feel to it that also has like this as- atmospheric uh, Gen Z kind of vibe to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. And Actors is every single one of their albums is fire. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, I will just straight up don't care which one you put on. Great. They're uh, they're just a total vibe. Um Yeah can't suggest them enough i would go see them anytime i actually think i won tickets to them but i thought i had rona so i was like i'm not going oh fuck bobby i'm so <laughs> sorry for you it's okay there will be other times so this is actors a-c-t-o-r-s yeah i'm but... literally gonna listen to them because i've been i've been diving into the synth wave shit and like it, yeah, feeling like... it it's so good and so i'm glad to have a, a wreck it, you know it almost gives you like there's a lot of synthwave on this pl- on this pl- on this list. The, the, what else you... will I listen to while on ketamine trips? This is the shit I needed to, right. I need to dive in. <laughs> well, one band that I will for sure never miss. This is my next pick. Is Drab Majesty? Yeah. <laughs> I am obsessed with you these are guys. you. Are. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> um, the first time I heard them, okay, so I had this friend named Brandon that I had to spend a year getting his trust, <laughs> like a feral kid. <laughs> And when I finally did, that motherfucker showed me some of the best tunes I have ever heard in my life. Uh, Drive Majesty being the winner, obviously. Mm. Uh, not only do these guys uh, release like banger albums again, it's all about that, like a whole album. But they put on a hell of a show. <laughs> like, there's two of them. One of them plays the guitar, one of them plays the synth. And they are very theatrical. They're like very Lady Gaga in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, their sound, they, they, their sound is so great, so full. 
Um, and then like the last one, I, the last show, there's I went to, they're like, okay, we're doing a private DJ set at this like house come. And so like we went and just danced our asses off to like four o'clock in the morning. They DJed after they put on like an amazing <laughs> set. So I'm obsessed with them. Uh, <laughs> Cold Souls is what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, it just, they just fuck so hard, man. I, I, I please listen to them. Listen yeah. to their, uh, debut album i don't care listen to whatever album <laughs> like you're not you can't lose with draft majesty and i know that they're gonna get to a point where oh and that's another thing billy corgan was even like these guys are fucking great i've talked about that before yeah but uh <laughs> and also I, you have a big flex when you discovered them before your brother before did and that's brother, pretty yeah. cool yeah <laughs> it's really it's a good flex but um yeah i just remember that night that brandon showed me we were, we were drinking gin and cruising and i was just like Fuck. and my life has never been the same <laughs> what's your next one um hold on i got coffee okay i'm gonna be embarrassed by this next one but i just gotta get it out of the way because it's never gonna fit anywhere and i just gotta just fucking get balls and just say it out loud and just be who i am unapologetically okay I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Listen, I know you're not going to have anything to say about it, but it's going to be, it's fine. Okay. I would 100%. I'm so embarrassing. I would 100% buy tickets and enjoy a Pentatonics concert. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> okay. So imagine <laughs> you're a Mormon choir nerd. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> and you like acapella. <laughs> they're completely acapella. No, they're not. Stop. Yes, they and I don't know. I, I just have to just accept that I would enjoy it. And it's it's okay if you're going to enjoy a pentatonics concert. I would prefer... <laughs> It kind of sounds like pentagram, so it's funny that they're like a religious whatever. <laughs> they're not religious, but oh. fucking Mormons, man. They love them. Um, oh, they really do. Yeah. They really, they yeah. really do. They yeah. were on uh, Pitch Perfect 2. Wait. I, yeah, they were on Pitch so Perfect 2. I need to watch the, that, those <laughs> movies, and I haven't. But I get yeah, called I Fat know. Amy a lot, so. That's um, a compliment. No, but I know. Also, I, know. I don't think you would enjoy those movies, but it's fine. Um, they're, <laughs> they were in that movie and i personally liked them better when they had the um jewish bass guy <sighs> but they had he decided to go um live his own life and do something different which i love his like sing the music his option <laughs> <laughs> yeah he wanted to have a banjo and so he he does more um bluegrassy stuff which i mm -hmm. i still dig they do a version of hey ya that fucking slaps you and anthony really are meant to <laughs> because he's always trying to get me to go to bluegrass shows and i'm like no. i <laughs> i do enjoy them and so anyway i would pay tickets to go see pentatonics and i would prefer to do the time machine thing where i saw them in like 2014 right there's so many there's so many bands that it's just like yeah if i could like we'll get to it anyway, yeah we'll my... get to it <laughs> My next one is Gunship. Okay. Have you have I ever showed you guys these guys? No. Okay, so when Gunship first came onto the scene, like seven metalheads felt the need to reach out to me to let me know <laughs> that if I wasn't listening to Gunship, 
I needed to be, so I was like, okay, fine, fuck, whatever. So, <laughs> Zach was the one who, like, showed me them, but uh, I was thinking, okay, I've had these wrecks from these guys, metalheads. Guess what? Nope, synthwave. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the thing. Now, for context, uh, it, they're not metal, they're synthwave, but, like, when a metalhead is mm-hmm. giving you a non-metal recommendation, uh-huh. you know you're in for a major treat. These guys are so technically good, uh, and they're uh, they're very downbeat. Most of their content's about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they have music videos and stuff, but I would seriously recommend listening to their first album with headphones and just kind of zoning out and letting your own imagination take you places because it's so fun, mm-hmm. so nostalgic. It reminds you of like it's like all their songs are like. <laughs> the end credits of a 80s movie where they just saved the world and you know what i mean yeah yeah so i don't know and they're again another another band that just puts out albums you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so definitely just like listen to them first with just with headphones and then you know you're gonna go and look at all their shit because you'll get obsessed with them. Like I don't know anyone who started listening to gunship that wasn't like, I just had a very intense month with gunship. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't seen you for a minute. What have you been doing? Gunship. <laughs> <laughs> but like I love to cruise gun like the the like like I write movies every time I listen to them in my head. Like I'm like, okay, this would be such a cool movie. And one time I was cruising with one of my friends and I was like, what if this was a movie while we were listening to this album? And she's like you need to write that movie. That sounds so fucking cool. cool. With the soundtrack, like, so it's just it's a good time. It's a good cool. time for your your ears and your imagination and your brain. I love that you write movies because I'm always like, mm, this is a good movie idea. But we, so I think ADHD is such a superpower and such a hindrance mm-hmm. because we write the coolest movies, but no follow through, no <sighs> follow through. We're just too busy. <laughs> I need a secretary. <laughs> we need money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna just jump into this one because it's a given. But um, I want to travel into the future, so I guess I'm just waiting. I'm staying alive until this. But um, because Brittany is out of her conservatorship in five years, I think it'd be cool to see her new where show. Where she's making her money. Where she's her making thing. her own money because. Since the conservatorship, I haven't, like, bought in. I mean, I saw a Britney Spears ticket. I mean, Britney Spears was my first concert. Uh, that's the one thing my mom did right, is that she anticipated my needs and met them that one time. Uh-huh. Um, so Britney Spears' concert, Oops, I Did Again, was really good. Um, and her CDs since then, her albums since then, have been fire. They've been, I mean, you know she works hard and she does a really good job on them. But I can't wait to support her when she's doing it for herself and, you know. Well, I'm really interested to see what the past traumatic 20 years is going to, what kind of music she's going to write. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think she's she's going to take a lot of creative license she's gonna she's gonna take control. yeah 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 because she said she i mean like i think when she was back in the kid back when she was a kid she was getting produced that's fine yeah but now that she's been in the industry forever she's had all this shit she i'm knows excited yeah i wonder if she'll go like pop or if she'll do you know different. her range is not all high like that oh, she has no. a giant range so yeah like you're saying it's gonna be great yeah so like i'm excited for sure to see what Britney does. Maybe she'll create a whole new genre. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, I would I would buy the shit out of it anyway, because you know how I am. <laughs> no, 
what I'm saying. Like, I think it would be because I think she's obviously got a talent. She yeah. obviously understands the industry. You know, like I'm just I'm interested to see what Brittany wants to do. So I'm excited too. I'm we're, like we're making excited. we're making a playlist of this, and so I'll put in some Britney Spears songs <laughs> that has been, you know, recent, still fucking great. I think everybody knows her Oops album. Everybody knows her Baby One More Time album. But like, she's done good stuff in the last ten years. So, uh, I, I mean, she's not. She's not really on my radar musically, but like it's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone would be surprised to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nobody's surprised to hear that I would straight up support the shit out of Britney Spears. It's fine. Um, my next one is Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) Yay! Do you like them? Do you listen to them at all? I just love that you're getting into like your true loves. You know? Oh my God, Trent Reznor is forever my boyfriend. He's been my boyfriend since I was eleven. Yeah. Zach and Aubrey both into Nine Inch Nails in the 90s, and Zach's BFF Dave even had, like, the backward N on his truck, which I always thought was so cute. Hot. Um, uh, Trent Reznor is the godfather of industrial, uh, the genre industrial, but um, people will say Skinny Puppy created industrial music, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words. <laughs> Whoever invented it, Trent Reznor took it and ran, and he's still goddamn running. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Winning, he, he's winning Oscars with his scores, releasing new music almost constantly. He wrote he like pretty... Halsey, the new yeah. Halsey album. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, he did, he did the he won an Oscar for the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh yeah, uh, soundtrack. So he did um, the Watchmen soundtrack. Like he, the dude, the dude has got some talent, and yeah. he, he also has ADHD because <laughs> I was on his. Like it, you should get on his email list because it's funny. Like he's just like I've had a lot of coffee this morning, so I just thought I'd tell you guys what's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. Um, but uh, he had a a pretty heavy drug and alcohol problem in the '90s. Um, he's definitely been in a lot of pain. Like you can tell he's got pain. And when he got clean, I was concerned that his music would suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely changed. You know, um, there we definitely made the joke where. God, I wish he was still on heroin, which oh, is shitty. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> shitty joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty joke. But I actually like everything he released when I was in high school and stuff. I liked uh, The Fragile is 100% the best album probably ever written. I will fight anyone to the death who says otherwise. <laughs> 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 uh, but I'm just happy to watch him thrive over the past 25 years, um, even, it's mar- if it's, even if it means that he's married to someone who isn't me. Uh, <laughs> somehow I get by. But... Barely. <laughs> no, it's so funny because um, he, Revolver already had always had a centerfold, but it was just like a band centerfold, and mm-hmm. <laughs> he was on the cover of Revolver when um, With Teeth came out, and I bought like four or five copies, and <laughs> cut out his figure of the because he was the foldout, mm-hmm. glued it on a canvas, oh and made like a painting. God. Oh my god. I have no shame about my crush on Trent Reznor. Like, it's I feel fine. like if I, I feel like if I met him, I would could have a like, civil conversation with him about how much I'm in love with him and how like I just love him so much and so proud of him. <laughs> and he'd probably be like, "Kill me now." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Nine Inch Nails has been around since the '80s, and Trent Reznor just—I'm just so proud of him. He—he he feels like I mean, he's—I say he's my boyfriend, but he honestly feels just like. One of the boys that my brother played music with back in the day where we, it's just really nice to see him thrive. So yeah, that's not that he needs me as a fan, but I am his number one fan. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. 
Um, I'll do. He was Mormon, right? Mm, I don't believe so, but we can. Oh, Michael. <clears throat> Why did I think that? Mormon, because Mormons always spread that fucking rumor. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Trent Reznor, Mormon. Do you like how I named him by his full name? Michael I n- I didn't Reznor. expect less. Yeah. Hold on. I'm I'm patient. He's from Pennsylvania, so I really don't. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You know what's funny too is uh he was before Nine Inch Nails. He was in like a a new wave band, <laughs> and he had like flock and seagulls hair. God, I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm not really seeing. Not anything seeing anything that out. confirms that. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know who wasn't Mormon? Trent Reznor. <laughs> you know who wasn't Mormon? My next one. Okay, I can't pick. I'm so excited. Um. Okay. Mm, yeah, we're gonna get into t- some territory here. Okay. Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. Country Roots. Good I like CD. that she writes her own music, honestly. Writes her own music. Uh, kind of is who she is. Knows she has haters. Fuck off. Like, it's... And she doesn't strike for perfection either, which I like. Yeah, and she... I mean, people shame her for dating a bunch. Why the fuck not? And she has a great red lip that's iconic. All of her albums sell out. All of her tickets sell out. I loved her dual 2020 album release. She released two albums. They were all folk. <clears throat> a lot of folk on my list, guys. Um, yeah, it's a good... They're both good albums. I listened the shit out of... Oh, fuck. Which one was it? Because there's two. Folklore, of course. Um, there's a song on Folklore. Is that what it's called? I love that. Yeah. Um there's a song on folklore that I guess I'll just, we're going to have an episode where we do our um, guilty pleasures songs. We listen to over and over and over and over and over and over. And over. <laughs> so it's going to be on there, but like folklore. So good. All of her albums, records. Great. They're great. They're great. So, yeah, I so definitely... I'm not going to apologize about my love for Taylor Swift uh, and appreciation of her. Uh, she's definitely like not my vibe, but I do respect her as like an artist and her career. And she she's a she's a worker, man. She fucking hit the pavement as a small child and made it fucking happen. And yeah, she writes her own music, which is very rare in country music. So that's my that's kind of my um base for if I like you enough or not is like, do you care enough about what you're doing to invest some of your soul into it? Mm-hmm. And I know all these people are famous, like mega hits like i'm not i'm not doing any what's it called like hipster reviews of this shit like i'm not digging around and finding like niche bands but it's just what are you trying to say to me i'm saying that i'm not that kind of person (laughs) right i'm not the kind of person that like just downloads the twilight soundtrack and then like branches out their music from there you know well, I will say that um, I had the Twilight soundtrack. Um, <laughs> it's a good, good, it's a good fucking soundtrack. All man. the bands, I mean, okay, all the bands on that soundtrack have excellent music. Like, like I, mute, that's mute math. Uh, yeah. Fucking, what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> let's just let's just do it right now. <laughs> no, who's the main the the big one? Uh, Iron and Wine. 
It was the big no, one. I, no, 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 no. It's their uh, Muse. Muse. Muse is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Muse. I won't lie. Muse, Blast Ghost, Muse, Paramore. Yeah, like there's a lot of uh, that Half Moon song, too. <clears> the <throat> opening song of Twilight is a fucking great song. I don't care what anyone says. So. Suck it! <laughs> the movie sucks. But. I thought the movie was fun. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was just. I watched Way all of done. it's about time for me to watch it again because it's about vampires and werewolves so or like I guess a kind I mean, of werewolf we're gonna, release it, we're gonna release this after Halloween but <laughs> before we're, we're recording it before Halloween because Tommy's coming next week yeah yeah but, um I, I've already the wind's out of my cells for the holiday like it's gonna take a lot to get me out <laughs> uh yeah don't make plans with me anymore guys <laughs> I'm booked up my but, energy um, is booked up but um Amanda Perry just messaged me and she's like, Hey, I'm listening to the Hey Bobby episode. She's like, Why don't you just be the moon for Halloween? <laughs> and I was oh, like, Oh, cool. Oh, maybe I should. We maybe need to go I'm to back, brunch baby. with them because I have tried to text them several times today to be like, We need to do lunch or brunch. But then I'm like, Oh, but what if I make the brunch plans and then like die out of exhaustion before? <laughs> I'm going to text her right now. We'll do it. We'll do it at some point. That's the point. <clears throat> Uh, my next can one I, is can I can I put you in for brunch plans? Me? I'll edit this out if you say no. But can I put you in for brunch plans? Oh yeah, but I I'm starting a new job and I have I have another one. So I mean yeah, I would love to obviously, but I am in the food service industry, so brunch days aren't usually great for me. But if I can make it, I will absolutely be there. Okay, I'm putting maybe Bobby. Yeah, they Bobby wants to. She just is a, she's just always at work. Brunch. When? Okay. Next song. Next band is a place to bury strangers. A place to bury strangers. So Kev is one of my best friends, and we used to bartend together at Buka. And he would just be like, "Bob, we're going to a show tonight." I'd be like, "Okay, cool," Mm because I just trusted him. I just knew that if even if I hadn't heard of a band, it would be great. This is one of those cases, and people were like passing around. Uh, earplugs they're like you're gonna need them you're gonna need them and I'm like no I'm not I'm like I want to hear every second of this and they have a wall of sound I don't even know how the fuck they do it Mm. but it's I think it's mostly the bass but it's just like dude they fucking rock they're definitely like uh they have they have like new wave uh elements to it whether I feel like they're kind of punkish like I don't even know what the hell they are the point is, is they're amazing. They always put on an amazing show. And um, I especially like them this time of year. I don't know why, but um, they, yeah, but just like they make everything their own. Uh, and <clears throat> they, they kind of remind me of a distant relative of Nine Inch Nails, hmm. which I like in that they experiment with, they're not, you know, they experiment with their sound and make new sounds and then just are precise in their execution so i love it mm. i love that put them place down. to bury strangers watch listen to them cool um okay because i was going down a, a country a little country mile here i would 100 percent pay for close to front row tickets to a shania twain concert let's go girls <laughs> 
Spencer says that all the time because, you know, we have girl dogs. And so whenever we're like, let's go girls to their dogs, then we sing it all the time. Iconic. It's iconic. And I figure if no, post- I would I would go for fuck's sake, I'd go to a Shania Twain concert. And she's yeah. just a bad bitch anyways. She's just a badass. I figure if Post Malone can go and fucking jam out front row tickets then everybody can go like post malone is seriously one of the one of the best celebrities we have he don't give no fucks about nothing he is himself uh i guess we're neighbors he we live in the same town yeah I never see his ass, but i never well leave house, so. you don't really invite him over either so <laughs> hey posty you want to come over <laughs> watch me crochet um have you seen post malone jamming out to shania twain uh, no, but I love, I'm not surprised at all, and I love every second of it. Can I just send it to you then, real quick? Yeah, send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is so fucking cute. It is. Uh, no, he really is adorable. Like, it's so, even like, have you seen that meme where that some, a chick's flashing him and his face is just like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening right now. I love it. Like, he's just so genuine, I feel. Yeah, he really is pretty cool. I'm sending it to you right now, so please watch it in real time and react. Okay. Yeah, you sent it to me on Insta or on the text or on the text. Okay. Oh, so there it is. It's a TikTok shocker. No, I mean like it's the quickest way to find anything right now. <laughs> this is usually the level of drunk I am. I don't know why anyone's upset. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, that's great. Isn't he cute? He's adorable, but that's exactly the reaction you do when Shania Twain comes on. I've been to many a wedding now Now that I work at a wedding venue, not that I get invited to them. And let me tell you something. When that song comes on, and I would play it at my uh, job all the time when I was the GM, and people would fucking lose their minds. And me and Kayla Danger always say, let's go, girls. Yeah. <laughs> Shania Twain is timeless. I've had like sing off competitions in the car with my both my siblings where we're just like, uh, man, I'm, what do we say? It's like all of the songs are cool, but I'm it's like up tonight I'm feeling all right. There's another song where she's like, ugh, I don't know. She kind of like raps a little bit. Me yeah. <laughs> she kind of raps a little bit and we're all like, let's spit out these lyrics as fast as we can. Let's spit these lyrics. <laughs> you know what? I actually loved. I remember the first time I heard because my mom bought her album, um, like the t- the, w- the day it came out. We went to yeah. got it, and I remember laughing as a kid, being like, "She just shit on Brad Pitt so hard." Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like the it guy. I mean, he still is, but I was just like, "Oh, so you're Brad Pitt." <laughs> She's like, I, like, it's just like, I don't give a shit. Treat me right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, there was an album in high school where she came out with like a country version and a pop version, and it was a dual CD. I remember that. Both were cool. So I mean, yeah. she was, I mean, she's pretty badass. Love Shania. She's mentioned well, on she, Breaking Bad. So she also writes her own music, and she writes music for other people too. Yeah. And she's Canadian. You can't hate a Canadian. I you can't hate a Canadian. You oh, do. Yeah, listen. You hate so many Canadians. You're so mean. You're so I hate mean. Ted Cruz. Uh, Avril Lavigne. Okay. Well, you can't hate a Canadian. <laughs> look, there's exceptions to every rule. <laughs> I, I love Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen is amazing. I love... Uh, I think I actually 
wouldn't mind Justin Bieber if I like sat down and got to know him. Should we do a whole episode on Canadians, uh, yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. Draft. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Canadians, yes or no? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that might be fun. There's so many of them. Exactly. Okay, so my next one is going to be so generic, so I apologize. <laughs> pink, my pink, entire pink, list. Pink Floyd. <laughs> cool. I mean, you can't. You can't not. Is, is Pink Floyd on your list? No. But I know okay, he's on so your list. The, the struggle is real here because I compare and combat Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd constantly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of facets to it. Floyd is a... Uh, way more thoughtful band and uh however zeppelin is candy to my ear holes (laughs) like i love led zeppelin uh but not saying floyd isn't like don't really know why i compare the two but i definitely do i fucking love pink floyd but i think uh zeppelin would be in the slot if they didn't steal songs from people of color old girlfriends you know, other musicians that aren't as famous as them, they have stolen a lot of shit. Ooh. Like, a lot of shit. <laughs> and it pisses me off so bad. People say that the culture was different back then. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's fair. People of color couldn't get the same stage time that a, white, a couple of white dudes could. Yes. But then I think about, like, uh, Marilyn Monroe with Etta James being like, I'll come sit on the front row every night if you put her on this stage. Mm-hmm. Like, you can actually use your powers for good. Yeah. And they didn't give any of these people writing credits. Hmm. Like, and uh, you know the song, Baby, I'm Going to Leave You, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I've told this story before. The way that the girl, because she used to date, I think, Robert Plant. I don't remember. but um, Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> what? I don't know what song you're talking about. But I sometimes <laughs> are like, yep. <laughs> uh, It's a goddamn such a fucking... I'll put Jam. it on the list. What's it called again? Babe, I'm going to leave you. Okay. Um, But she, uh, she comes in. Her son, her son is playing, or she's, she's playing, babe, I'm going to leave you because she wrote this fucking song. And her son's like, oh, you know Zeppelin? And she's like, uh, what? And he's like, let me show you. So he pulls out his record and babe, I'm going to leave you that she showed this guy 20 years ago is on a fucking vinyl way better version that's the thing floyd's ver- or zeppelin's versions are always a million times better than what they stole mm-hmm. but days confused is stolen <laughs> um babe i'm gonna leave you uh hold on there's so many more but like what's what the shame here is is that their the music they wrote themselves is would have made them an amazing band no matter what they would have yeah. made it yeah but you felt like they took the shortcuts well i just feel like you know we talk about this all the time a lot of people don't count on technology you know yeah yeah they just don't yeah and i think i think it's cool and stuff i know the culture was different where like you would hear something and it's kind of like remix remix but it's like <laughs> give that person jason derulo (laughs) (laughs) but uh like give people credit and then like even to this day they're just like no they're just like if there are songs whatever um but anyways they they just stole too much shit for them to be on this list unfortunately uh so pink floyd (laughs) 
Pink Floyd, absolutely beautiful as well. It's well executed commentary on capitalism. Um, like, okay. So they lost one of their bandmates. Um, and there's a song called, uh, oh my God, seriously, how am I, how am I, have, have a cigar is called the song. Okay. Is the song. And it's about how the record labels were so desperate for them to get back into the studio after their band. They wouldn't <sighs> let them breathe. And um, the band's called Pink Floyd. No one in, no one is, no one's Pink Floyd in the band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, there's this line that goes, uh, there's like a, a record executive talk to him and he thinks he's like, yeah, we were like, it's going to be, uh, we're loving the new sound. Oh, by the way, which one's pink? And it's like, you don't know shit about us. You uh-huh. just like got the money we make for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, I talk about Pink Floyd all the time. Uh, Comfortably Numb is so on point for, mm-hmm. you know, depression and all that stuff. And they just like have managed to change their sound. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, obviously, to be cliche. That was the first one I heard when I was five. Sure. Uh, it's okay and- to be cliche, especially when you're catching up. Right, and Dark Side of the Moon was the only Pink Floyd album I listened to till my twenties because I said I wanted to wait. Till I knew I was, I knew I was gonna start smoking weed at some point. And I was like, I gotta wait. <laughs> like it, I had that state, I had that presence of mind as a five year old, being like, Oh yeah, these guys are fucking cool. Like, I I love that. You're a wise <laughs> but, baby. <laughs> I know, right? But uh, anyways, I I love Pink Floyd so 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 much. Um, they are great conceptual albums great full you know you can you, another another band you can just put the album on you know go about your business mm-hmm. um but yeah i uh but i'm really upset that i couldn't put led zeppelin on this uh playlist on this list <laughs> i couldn't morally do it sorry boys it's all good <laughs> i'm gonna do one where if i could go back in time i would take my grandma and my mom to each of these concerts because i feel like they deserve an honorable mention for like little, i have a i have like a little love in my heart for them but they're not like stuff something that i would like do for myself i would really love to watch my mom or my grandma at these concerts so i would like to take my mom to a bon jovi concert i would still enjoy myself and i could sing all the songs but it's really yeah. about her mm-hmm. and I would love to take my grandma to a Ricky Nelson concert. He was like in that rockabilly stage. She loved him. She was in love with him. She has the story about. I've never about... Even heard of this man. What Ricky Nelson? What's his hit? Thompson Thompson Twins. You know the Thompson Twins. Oh, I love the Thompson Twins. Wait a minute. What the fuck am I talking about? Hold on a second. I was like, your grandma's into the Thompson Twins because we can <clears throat> definitely fucking hang. <laughs> right uh I remember, I remember the day i got their album like i remember because i had to special order it <laughs> and i think i was like i'm gonna go to penguin just so i can listen to this album i'm gonna drive down <laughs> Hello? no it's not the same thing sorry what no, the f- i don't even know what the fuck i was talking about but um yeah his his kids please 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 so nelson is the anyway ricky nelson um he sings these songs like i would never be loved by anyone sweeter than you uh anyway i just i would love to give that to her i think um 
he's very handsome, very beautiful. Somebody in her high school class went to his house, knocked on his door, and asked him to prom, and he said no. And she loves <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> like it is, it's pretty cute. Um. So anyway, I did that, I did that with my grandma and for the Beach Boys, and it really was just like a treat. We got like front row seat seats. Yeah. Um, she loves them. Her name is Barbara Ann. So. Yeah, right? So she's just like, this song's about me. Here uh, we are. And I, I was like, so like, I was amped the whole time. So I, I think that's great. I love taking people to the shit they want to see. I'm ashamed that I said Thompson Twins when I knew that that was not the right answer. Because they're not, their last name's not Thompson. But anyway. I was like, whoa. T- oh, like the, <clears throat> is it like the more than words, guys? Nelson is the rock band. Yeah, I know who the, I know, but that's, that's their dad. Or yeah, that's them? their dad. Look okay. at Nelson's. Look at their flowing golden locks. Oh, man. I know. I'm. I don't even have to. Look, I don't even have to Google it. It's burned in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's their dad. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um, my next one is Billy Corgan slash Smashing Pumpkins. There we go. Uh, to rip off my brother's thoughts, he's the Mel Stevie Nicks. Like just <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up. Their lyrics are very same. The same. Their voices are both very weird. Uh the atmosphere they create the content they talk about i'm just like yep sure and uh you know obviously smashing pumpkins is one of the greatest bands ever (laughs) um siamese dream is i mean such a fucking great album right yeah like forget melancholy and infinite sadness which is a great fucking album but like siamese dream yeah (laughs) and also gish is great too i love that album but um his solo stuff i got into pretty heavily uh in my 20s uh and he's way more angry and sad in his solo stuff i just i love it uh listen to doa uh, mm-hmm. by him if you want to get into it but he's uh i think i had to buy it on amazon like you can't find it anywhere so wow look for it you but, know uh, what in high school you would and adam would have adam chapel listen sorry that i shot a little bit on you last episode but you and uh, Adam Chapel would have like jammed out to these Pink Floyd and Smashing Smashing Pumpkins are all he talked about all the time. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he and I had many a conversation about it. Okay, like, I was like, yeah, like, hey, did you ever know that he was your friend? <laughs> uh, Adam Chapel and I were friends. I, I mean, like, whatever. I never thought of him as nothing. I never thought of right. him as a foe. I always thought of him as a friend. Right. And He's I told a good you dude. we did uh we did uh we we did a pantomime together in drama. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah, we good. Adam, Sh- I ain't got no beef with Adam Chapel. I don't either. I just it just sounded like I did last time, and I'm like, no, I don't have beef with him. Yeah, but I just love I love Billy Corgan because he's just artistic as fuck, and as a result, a total moody bitch. And I just think <laughs> I just, I'm just here for it. Like his interviews, he's always such. He's just so pissed off, and I'm I'm like, part of me's like, shut the fuck up, but the other part of me's like, sing it, girl, mm-hmm. you're talented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do three modern day acts that I don't have very much to say about. Okay. Uh, Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. I'd fuck I, shit I up almost, at all those concerts. I almost put Lizzo on um, just because I think she's important. Yes. And like, I love her energy. Yeah. Uh, but and I also, I'm not, I know like two of her songs, so I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not actually going to put her on. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. No, I think um, all three of these ladies are doing fucking great things for women in the music industry Agreed. and modern Agreed. modern day. So thank you, ladies. I like how Billy, Eil- is it Elish? Elish? 
What is it? Eilish? Anyways, whatever. I like how... She got heat because when she was 17, the paparazzi took a picture of her and everyone was talking about her chest. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up talking about a child like that. And then when she turned 18, she went on Vogue and her boobs were out. She's like, beautiful. And they're like, well, why are you doing that? It's like, because she wasn't wasn't getting spied on by the paparazzi, dude. It's It's my terms. Yep. My terms. Yep. Fucking popper. Fucking Hollywood. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) I don't know what the middle one is, though. What what are they? Doja Cat? Yeah. They're like a... I'll send you some. I'll send you some links. <laughs> there, she's like, she's a, she's a bitch. She's a boss. She's, she's a, a bitch. Bad she's bitch. a botch. She signs like gloss. <laughs> so oh. I'll send you. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next one's Echo and the Bunny Men. What? Uh, Echo and the Bunny Men. Okay, here we go. Uh, this band has got me through a lot of dark days. Of course, I heard them for the first time, like most of us on Donnie Darko. <laughs> Uh, the Killing Moon might be one of the greatest songs from the 80s, mm. but that, that whole album is just so good. Um, it takes you to a lot of different places, and the album design is like really lush mm-hmm. um, and topical. I don't know. I just love everything about it, but uh, I love his voice. Um, Bringing on the Dancing Horses mm. has one of my favorite lines to a song, which is, shiver and say the words of every lie you've heard. And I don't know if something about that line gets me every single time mm. so i love akio and the bunny man can't recommend <laughs> them enough and like lips like sugar i think that's their hit mm. lips like sugar sugar kisses you've heard that song right no i'm writing all these down though so i'm, <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> what's your next one um i've got three left how many do you have uh one two three four four Okay. And so like you do five, one more. And then, and then a few honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, my, next one's, my next one's Killing Joke. Um, these guys have been around seriously forever. Like, they have stood the test of time. Uh, they keep moving with the times, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was <laughs> I was thinking about one of their early songs, and then I was thinking about one of, the, one of their, like, recent songs, and I was like, okay, so the first one's Killing Joke, but what is the other one? And it's all the same band and stuff, but they're just evolving. He's got this very Ooh, cool. interesting, very um, throaty voice. Um, I love their topics. I love everything they talk about. Uh, actually, um, they were in- inspiration for uh, the song 80s. Uh, the riff goes, and it's that's come as you are. Mm-hmm. As you were. Difference between Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. and Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. is Kurt Cobain was straight up like Killing Joke was a huge influence to me. And I mean it's it's definitely like a version of the same notes, but yeah. like I as long as you give credit where credit's due. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure the reason why we know Killing Joke is because Kurt Cobain said that. Yep. And um Zach of course was you know, probably devoured everything Kurt Cobain's ever said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna check out Killing Joke, which is exactly how I found Dead Can Dance, which is a great another great eighties band because Trent Reznor in an interview said they're my favorite band. Mm. So it's like as long as you're giving people credit where credit's due. Yes. Because we're all going to be inspired by something. You can't just be like, Nope, this came from me because mm-hmm. we're all together here. Yeah, so uh cool. I can I can honestly tell you, like Zach showed me these guys. Um I've been a believer ever since and when I tell you that their first album and their latest album, and we're spanning 40 years here, are both in my rotation, I feel mm. like that's a, huge, that's a huge endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's going on the list of <laughs> top 15. <laughs> What's your next one? Um, I want to go to a John Denver concert. That's not surprise. With... <laughs> He's dead, dude. I know. That's why I have to build that time machine. Oh, a time machine. Right. Yeah. Um, he just has, it's the same thing as Fleetwood Mac. It's just like a very soul folky, comfortable place to be in when you listen to his albums. He's legendary. So I'm not going to apologize for that. I don't think you should. And, um, we, in my family, my dad's side, we are obsessed with John Denver. We play it at everyone's funeral. Yeah. And, uh, I know that, uh. Take Me Home Country Roads is about, you know, Mountain Mom, West Virginia Mountain Mountain Mama, Mama, yeah. But, nope, it's all about Bryce Canyon, Red Rock Road, Red 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 Clay Roads for me. So yeah, and then there's also like Rocky Mountain High. Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> oh, there's he so was, many songs. He was born in the summer of his 27th year yeah. going home to a place he'd never been before. Yes, you shitting me? Genius, Who wrote that? genius, genius. He left yesterday behind here. Okay, sorry, I'm done. We uh, we always take up those canyons. We always drive around. We do car hiking. <laughs> that's uh-huh. why we're fat. But yeah, we... that's why I do car hiking too. <laughs> it is I'm... very efficient, <laughs> and you get to see a lot. And we just and, or, you flip know, on by John Denver a lot. By you know, murdered. You know. Oh yeah. There's no murdering. There's no murdering because you have a vehicle, <laughs> and there's right. no getting your feet cold, and you can just hang your <laughs> arm out the window and take pictures. That's fine. That's fine. <coughs> it's fine. John Denver. Thanks, John Denver. God, we do. Oh, I fucking love John Denver. So good. Um, my next one's morphine. Hmm. So another. Okay, Zach showed me them about the same time he showed me Killing Joke. It could have been in the same car ride. <laughs> uh. But they had done the soundtrack to Nothing to Lose, which is a fucking hilarious 90s movie. If you haven't seen that, watch it. Um, so I definitely heard of them. But they're just like a really cool band. They don't have very many albums because their lead singer slash saxophone player died of a heart attack on stage. Oh, my God. The coolest way to die. <laughs> like, I'm like, fuck, yeah, you did. Oh, but, um, my God. How? He's just like, goodbye, everybody. Well, I mean, he goes hard i'm sure he just i'm sure it was probably an aneurysm or something like i'm sure he just pops something because like he's singing and um playing saxophone and he goes hard on the sax and uh they're like a they're like a they're a, they're, they're they're fast band so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm sure he just i'm sure he's doing like coke or whatever you know <laughs> yeah. i think you have to do cocaine if you're a saxophone player i think that's a rule yeah so cool um i just think you know spence is just... very good at saxophone but never cocaine but never. <laughs> well, but he doesn't do it for a living is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's true. If you do saxophone for a living, I'm pretty sure you have to do cocaine. I'm just, I'm pretty sure. I mean. <laughs> What's your next one? Um, I have two left. <clears throat> one of them I just want, and one of them is a time machine slash current day. So William Fitzsimmons, if you ever, ever fucking listen to this, please come back to Utah. I hate when bands don't come to Utah. You're like, come on! No, he used to come to Utah, and I would t- I would get shows. I was first in line to come see him. I would like make Spence get dressed up, and we would go. And I was like, please, like just just humor me. I really want you to listen to these songs. The first concert I ever took him to, well, Shantae took me to my first concert of William Fitzsimmons, but he was he was introduced to me by a uh, Richfield kid. Um, but she wants to take the credit. Anyway, stop. 
I'm just getting Stop! hyped up about it. <laughs> um, I just said, just give it a chance. I know it's folk. I know it's like something that you're not usually used to because you're like really into NPR and shit. But um, the concert that we went to, he was just like, wow, that was an experience. And I really, I really th- thought and felt things about you know my life during this and i was like yeah isn't it so good um his lions album is great um his uh he's still releasing music he's releasing um something new i think this week and i'm just always tuned into him and he's from illinois and how old is he he's older he's like maybe 10 years older than us I just never heard. What's his name again? William Fitzsimmons. You have heard of him because I talk about him incessantly, but he writes a lot of songs about heartbreak. He went through a lot of shitty things. He's adopted a couple of kids, which are really cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's married. He's had a new baby, but he's still releasing songs that are just very personal and soulful. And his voice is sweet and his guitar is excellent and he writes it all himself and it's just worth looking into i loaned my cd to several people i don't think they appreciated it i feel very alone in this but william fitzsimmons <laughs> i had a dream last night that my cd play- my car had a cd player oh oh so that's weird huh <laughs> my car like, my, my car still does so i'm like mm? <laughs> i think it's weird that my car doesn't but whatever i've, I've yeah adapted. yeah uh, my next one is Nirvana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because, like, okay, first of all, Kurt Cobain's 10-year anniversary fell when we were, like, sophomores, juniors. Uh-huh. Um, he died in 93 or 4. I don't remember. Anyways, uh, so I had I, known about him forever because, like, I don't know how we first discovered him, whether it was the neighbors or stolen cable. Uh-huh. But Nirvana was there early. And they're super tied. They're like 100% tied with Metallica as bands that like changed our lives. Like they molded us. Um, like we, the neighbors showed us Nirvana and Zach found uh, Metallica's Ride the Lightning, the cassette on the side of the road when he was walking home from school when he was nine. Oh, memories. I love doing that. We were like, <laughs> well, oh, no. a treasure. And it's really useful. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying is like, Okay, so the way James Hetfield plays guitar, the way most people play guitar is they use the up and the down uh-huh. to, to strum, right? Uh-huh. The way James, James Hetfield does it, and I feel like he created this, is he just uses the down. And he's one of the fastest guitarists out there. Really? So, yeah, he doesn't go up and down. He goes, like, he just, he, he brings it back up and hits it. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I love how we're not any... We're 20 miles apart, and we're like, yeah. We're getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I, I see you. You see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, Zach's this great guitarist. I, I don't know exactly how Zach. Pl- I think he does that sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. But it was really between James Hetfield and Kurt Cobain that really just was. They were Zach. They were there for Zach, <laughs> and we all love to just like sit around and listen to music. I literally remember us just sitting in a circle, all four of us listening to nirvana listening to metallica and uh my brother had a t-shirt a nirvana t-shirt from the night from like the 90s when he was in high school Mm -hmm. and i wanted that shirt so bad and then when kurt cobain like his anniversary they re-released it so i had it in high school too so (laughs) 
Um, I don't know. I just really love them. I, I know that they've influenced. I mean, I've talked about Kurt Cobain. He, he was like, he was like our brother, yeah. you know, in a weird way. And he got out and I remember where I was when he died. And I remember I like genuinely mourning him. And I also just love Dave Grohl and everything that he is. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. Like I think, um, you know, cause Zach actually started drumming first. So Dave Grohl was instrumental with his, that shit too. So yeah. I just think, um, I don't know. I feel really special and connected to Nirvana. I always will. And um, I'm so glad they're there. And I'm so glad they created this amazing genre of grunge. Um, yeah. Definitely shaped and made the, the, the 90s, 90s more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Nirvana. Thanks, Nirvana. <laughs> Nirvana with Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when old people say Beyonce. And I'm like, uh, Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. Be- Be- Beyonce? Um, yeah. How many do you have left? I just have one have left. One so more. Okay. Okay, you can have the last word. <clears throat> Do you want it? No, no, no. Uh, okay, so I just wanted to just point out a little bit about how my musical enjoyment is not tied to one, but is usually tied to <laughs> kind of folky, kind of uh, country, pop shit. But yeah. I'm going to tell you something that I will always love and have a deep appreciation for and have been raised on Queen. I'm going to Queen. I want to go to Queen now. I want to go to Queen then. I'm hopping in a time machine. I'm going to all the Queen concerts. I would do all <laughs> the Queen concerts. I fucking love Queen. Um, I think Queen is a great band. I went through a pretty heavy Queen phase uh, when I first got my car um, and when I first started to drive, but I don't know. It just represents a bad time in my life, but I do love. That's I fine. Love That's queen. fair. I do love a good queen song and I love that everyone loves them because yes. they goddamn deserve it. They do. <laughs> I said, Spence, if you could hop in a time machine and see anybody in concert, anybody, future, past, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the capabilities of our time machine, but he was just like, I don't know. That's really hard to say. Queen. <laughs> And I was like, exactly, it's Queen. So I honestly think mine's Led Zeppelin. Okay. Again, you, okay. <laughs> do you see? Do you see my struggle here? Yes, I do. <laughs> but like, holy shit, are they an amazing band? They yes. are. A, the song "No Quarter" is a mountain rainstorm. That's that's what that song is. So you know, good. If you could, if you could accomplish that as a musician, <laughs> Christ. Anyways, the conflicts I have. <laughs> this is what keeps me up at night. Um, yeah, Queen. What's your favorite Queen song? Freddie, Freddie Mercury is just a fucking genius. And yeah. I love that bio. So talented. That uh, Is it a biopic or a biopic? Biopic, yeah. I loved um, I, I loved that. It. I loved it. Um, I feel a lot like... Brian May and I would make a cute couple <laughs> because we're like the same. But um, I just feel like very diverse backgrounds for each of these people fucking killing it in the music game. Like they invented so many sounds like you can't you just can't. If fat bottom girls, you make the rock and world go round. It's always going to pump me up. You know what I mean? Like always going to pump me up. I did this wedding and the daddy daughter dance was a deep track 
a pink that I'd never heard before, and I cried. Oh, really? I was like, this is a really good song, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's not a, there's not a lot to say that hasn't already been said about Queen, so I'm just not going to say it. I just, I just want to just chime in and say, me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too um, on that. My last one was going to be Gary Newman, the frontman of the Cars. He also has his own solo career, but... After you said what you said about Queen, I have to change it to Elton John. Oh, oh, you know, he, he had a, I had a hard time not putting him on my list because he's The so fact good. that I think about it makes me, makes me insane because I love Elton John. My mom showed me Elton John. She fucking loves Elton John. Yeah. Which is crazy, which is crazy because she doesn't like gay people anymore. But, well, um, hey, Carolyn, you know he's gay. I know. <laughs> well, I, I convinced her that the plot to Rocket Man was how hard it is to be a gay man and uh the world it's not i mean he has, we've seen the, the biopic uh he didn't he yeah. didn't write any of his songs it's the oh, a straight guy wrote that song but i convinced my mom that one day just totally off the cuff oh my god homo- to like grill in her homophobia uh but elton fucking john elton y'all. fucking john like he's like the lady gaga of the 60s yes. 70s oh like, he's he iconic was, he's so well, yeah. fucking iconic and he walked so she could fucking run right? yes yes we like, all have that. So a lot of people could run like his pageantry his songs his voice yeah uh his story yeah like yeah wasn't it heartbreaking taryn edgerton 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 he that, that, that was, guy that was such a great show he did i, I cried so, so fucking many good times. do you yeah. know elton like Elton cried at the at the movie because he's like this guy did it right. It was just so oh, fucking I love that. Good. Oh. No, yeah. and the little young Elton looks like my nephew Al and I was like, <gasps> "Quit treating him like that." <laughs> <laughs> I was singing the Yellow Brick Road song to Halo yesterday and she was like, "Mom, stop singing." And I'm like, "You don't you don't interrupt me when I'm <laughs> in the mood for Elton." Um, so what is, is that your favorite Elton John song? I think so. There's, there's so many that, I mean. It definitely, it definitely switches it up for me. Yeah. Yeah. But mine's probably your song. Um, oh yeah. It's so and good. And I fucking love Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting. It's such a fucking <laughs> jam. There's uh, hard to pick any good song. You know what I mean? Well, it's hard to just pick one, right? Yeah. I'm going to do a quick honorable mentions. I'm just going to run through the list. Real All right. Cool, cool, cool. Off. So The Cure, Jimi Hendrix, The yep. Smiths, The Rolling Stones, yep. Alkaline Trio, Tom Petty, Typo Negative. Wow. Uh, typo Negative isn't on the list because I said their albums aren't cohesive to me. Hmm. Everybody else, I just fucking love them. But um, I went with the other ones that I went with. But I wanted to make sure that they got put out there because cool. like, especially Jimi Hendrix. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I would see a lot of the things that you saw too, or you put mm-hmm. down. And uh, I actually was talking to Spence last night. I was like, I wonder if we should go to a rave because I think uh, I just haven't had the right concert experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I probably need to be on drugs for it. So, <laughs> well, I kind of want to go on, a, on a, to a rave, but like everyone I know who's like raves are so fucking cool. Like I can't yeah. stand them. Yes, so I can't stand them as people. So I'm just well. Like, I have a few oh. clients that have gone on raves that I'm like. I trust your judgment of this, but so many people who are like raves, I'm like, I just, yeah, no, no like if it was just a rave with casual ravers, great, but you know, you're not going to get that. It's gonna be like all ravers all the time. But my <laughs> one client is so cute. She's just like, everybody should experience a rave. And I'm like, I believe you. I don't believe the rest of them. <laughs> 
no i do i like i i do have interest to go to a rave but i'm also just like i don't know i'm also yeah. thir- we're 33 now I think yes the time's yeah. come and gone. <laughs> i could just go in the woods and have ketamine <laughs> it's like it's right. fine all right well i've had to pee for about an me hour me too okay okay so say these, say things. these things name jesus christ is this the place podcast is written recorded and edited at titan tower studios our theme song is by bobby and our cover art is by jessica sanchez this is our story as we see it we believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly if you liked the show please rate review and subscribe we have dedicated a lot of our time and talents and we really appreciate your support Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.